So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of conflicting times, isn't it? Freedom is not as easy as we thought, is it? We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. away from extinction. Exceptionalism News Network. I am a mom, and there's only one thing that I'm afraid of, and that's the people in elected office taking away my rights. I'm not afraid of the crook that's going to come to my door because if my dogs don't get him, I will. And it's my job to defend myself. It's not your job to protect me. It's not your job to defend me. It's your job to protect the Constitution and protect my rights to defend myself. This this was in a, a book for Freemasons. Fictions are necessary to the people, and the truth becomes deadly to those who are not strong enough to contemplate it in all its brilliance. In fact, what can there be in common between the vile multitude and sublime wisdom? The truth must be kept secret, and the masses need a teaching proportional to their imperfect reason. Broadcasting live from a bunker high atop Mount Hood. All heading towards a, a fascist totalitarian state. It's radio that's delivering the truth. AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. The problem is they don't get to determine what is right and wrong in the process. It's all done by the central government. And here's Paul Preston and Agenda 21 Radio.
Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism, one exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that exceptional American? I suspect you are. That's why you're listening to this radio show. So welcome aboard. we got a lot of things to talk about here on Agenda 21 Radio. Peter Navarro is going to be joining us in the third hour. And um, his new book, In Trump Time, um, very revealing. And I haven't read it all. I've glanced at it, done the show notes, and that sort of thing. But it's very, very intriguing. And, of course, uh, he's the guy who used to be one of Donald Trump's uh, favorite trade advisors on China. And a lot of policy was written about China around him. And, of course, we have seen some of the sad effects of the China policies actually before them. It was kind of interesting because our own Chris Street is actually uh, fairly close friends with Peter Navarro. And then Chris Street actually, as an advisor to Peter Navarro and others, and China uh, appears in his movie, uh, Death by China, and, of course, in his book as well. And so uh, he's going to be with us in the third hour. Patty Plum is also going to be with us in the third hour, giving us an update on what's really going on out there. We have a ton of things going on with the New California State Movement, and especially up in uh, Redding, there's a lot of action going on up there. And uh, the action is uh, reaction, if you know what I mean. And uh, (laughs) I'm getting reminders about Navarro Day from everybody right now. It's just really, um, really wonderful. And... uh, we're just uh, we're just <laughs> agents and things like that. He's going to be on today. <laughs> okay, we got gotcha, you. We got gotcha. you. Um, yep. So anyway, Peter Navarro will be with us, and right uh, following that will be Patty Plum. And uh, I'll tell you the things that Patty Plum and Ron Plum are doing up there on their mission with New California and the Freedom Coalition that we've developed with people is uh, just absolutely amazing. So we have that to report about. We have also have more affidavit information. Uh, that's kind of inter- interesting what's happening right there. And we also have more and more people that are, I guess, sort of waking up this morning and realizing that maybe this election wasn't what they thought it was. And we'll have that discussion, too, because I think it's pretty important to understand what's going on if you're talking about um, this election. And the one just Tuesday we had an election. It doesn't it go by fast. And all of a sudden, uh, we're seeing enormous irregularities pop up. 40,000 here, 20,000 here. You know, just extra votes that people uh, might want to use, right? Well, of course, that's exactly what we have going on right now in uh, New Jersey. So somehow 20,000 votes. It's a, it's interesting, those 20,000, 40,000, those numbers just kind of electronically flow around, right? Um, oh, boy. There you go. So anyway, New Jersey governor race called for Democrat Murphy by 20,000 votes after he mysteriously gained 40,000 votes overnight. That overnight business going on, right? Um, that's that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. So we're going to be talking about the Gateway Pundit here shortly, actually, just to kind of give you a little bit of a heads up. And uh, we'll bring you that information that's out there by the Gateway Pundit. And um, we have a lot of uh, people starting to chime in now. It's kind of a, It's kind of a sleepy little morning, I think, out here on the West Coast. I don't know how it is on the East Coast. But uh, things are starting to warm up and happen. And we're talking about with the, the whole system, I guess you can say, the American system, things are happening. And uh, there's you see some of the headlines from the Gateway Pundit. We're going to be joining up with that in a second. And uh, it's kind of interesting to see uh, how we're all playing this whole thing out. California is uh, huge in the equation. 
a lot of things going on with county clerk recorders and things like that, a lot of waffling, a lot of wavering. Um, some interesting, uh, very, very interesting overnight information coming to my desk and <laughs> about si- certain situations in certain counties. And it's interesting now that we're starting to ha- open up the dialogue on Agenda 21 Radio with everybody about, you know, there's, there really is like a problem with the election system. And, you know, as we say out here, uh, there's no way that we can have, if if we don't correct the problem by 2022, the nation's over with. And uh, there are people hanging on. They've got a multi-million dollar, billion dollars invested in this whole voting scam. And now we know it's a scam and a scandemic. I'm like the pandemic, right? The, the pandemic is a scamdemic. The voting issue is a scamdemic. Um, we're just all being scammed by the by the thieves, if you will, in the night. And of course, we're not going to stand for that. Uh, once the news and information is starting to get out, and it's starting to get out pretty well right now, um, people are going to say, "Wait a minute! There's just a little bit too much going on here um, that we cannot stand and we cannot tolerate." Just to kind of give you a little bit of a heads up. And uh, I would absolutely agree with that. So we're um, definitely going to be talking about uh, some of the issues surrounding the the vote and surrounding um, what's going to be the future of the United States of America. Uh, Interesting things are developing, like I said, all around. And I want to uh, draw your attention to a lot of overnight activities still surrounding um, that New Jersey election. It's curious. Now, they said, they said, Initially, in some of the reports that we were reporting, they won't know the re- total results until Friday. <laughs> okay, till Friday. Well, I've got a big cup of coffee here that says uh, it may be until the end of the month. Let them take their time. I mean, it's only you know it's only small states, right? And compared to California, well, they took their time in California too, didn't they? Ended up flipped, flipping 11 million votes in favor of you know Biden over Trump. Flipping them, yeah, because they can do that electronically. As long as they can back it up with something, they can do it electronically. Just to kind of let you know, let you know how this whole thing plays out. Okay, so we've got, like I said, a lot of things to cover here on Agenda 21 Radio. We're going to be talking about uh, various and sundry things on the Gateway Pundit, and, of course, the usual suspects on Breitbart and others. And uh, we'll also be checking out what our comments are on the comment line, uh, something that uh, we always like to do. It's now becoming uh, the big fad, the big rage, if you will, for new Californians to express themselves on the comment line um, on the new California radio station, I guess. And uh, interesting things, we're opening up more stations, believe it or not, um, in the future, we're going to be having uh, quite a few stations that develop and um, come along the line, especially in California. And we also know we have Billings, Montana out there. Yeah, go Billings. <clears throat> go Billings. We we know it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood out there. And uh, just if you ever love Big Sky, go to Montana. It is absolutely a gorgeous state. I've been there several times. Been years, though. Been years, but uh, several times. Uh, love traveling up in that area. So we'll get up there. We'll probably get up there real soon and uh, talk to us a lot of very important people because a lot of very important people live up there in uh, Montana, including people who have a second house like Gavin Newsom of California, the governor. Yeah, the, the good governor. I wonder what he's going to do with himself when he does. What does he do with himself when he doesn't want to wear a mask? You know what he does? He goes to Montana. Like on a regular basis with his wife. Good for him, right?
talk about his election. We'll be right back. You're listening to Agenda 21 Radio. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today death defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! He's undoing the U.S. one community at a time. It's Paul Preston. Yep, I know. I you know some days my vocals are better than others. I just have to admit that. <laughs> some days, some days. Yeah. Okay. So what do we have up here on the Gateway Pundit? Of course, uh, some election information. Let's uh, let's dive down. I, I told you the election was not going to be a sweet, clean election like everybody was saying it was. And uh, we have now some information that doesn't doesn't all this start to look familiar to you? Here on this radio show, we talk about this all the time, you know, about all the different stuff going on. And I'm getting messages. Yes, I'm trying to respond to the message. I just don't have a whole bunch of um, ideas about this. Oh, here, this is one. I mean, you know, I'm a former um, anatomy teacher, anatomy physiology, and, you know, I've done cadaver work. You know, you have to do cadaver work. Now, cadaver meaning, when you say cadaver work, it's you use humans as the specimens that you dissect. And you, you know, it's uh, everything was very professional, uh, very above board. Uh, you know, you respect the body, uh, 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 the corpse, and uh, let's talk in terms of you know cadaver work now, uh, the corpse, and uh, you don't want to mutilate or make a scene or you know deg- degrade it at all because that that's a different type of behavior pattern for people when you do stuff like that. But this article is kind of interesting. A 98-year-old who donated body to science ends up dissected in front of audience at an expensive freak show in Portland. 98-year-old man who donated body ended up dissected, being dissected. Yeah, but not, you know, when we say dissected, it obviously is um, something a little bit more 
than what happens with, quote, cadaver work, right? And uh, when you're examining a specimen for scientific purposes. So if you're dev- if you're uh, doing things that, uh, like I said, it's not for scientific purposes, then you shouldn't be doing cadaver work. That's the point. It becomes a ghoulish freak show. And the audience paid $500 per ticket to watch the body of David Sanders be dissected live and in person. The event organizers sold tickets for up to $500 to the public to view in person the autopsy and dissection of a human body. It says the event is part of the Oddities and Curiosities Expo, which travels across the country. Local station King 5 reports. It says a similar event planned for Portland and on Halloween was canceled after the local news reported report exposed what they had been doing. It makes me really feel saddened that this gentleman was not given the dignity and respect that he deserved and what he thought he and his family thought would be happening to his body. Mike Clark, a funeral director at Baton Rouge, Louisiana, told the station. Clark had prepared Sanders' body before it was handed off to MedEd Labs. They lost MedEd Labs. Here we go. Uh, Here you go. A Las Vegas company that solicits body donations purportedly for medical and science research with the understanding that it would be used appropriately. Instead, the station reports Sanders ended up in Portland Marriott Hotel Ballroom as the centerpiece of an autopsy and dissection before a live paying audience. I was totally horrified, Clark said, who, 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 who our whole staff was horrified that this is what happened to a gentleman that he and his family thought the body was going to be advanced for the medical medical students. You see, that's just it. You know, uh, that's this is horrific. You just don't do this. The organ, I, I believe, there's a lot of laws against this, by the way. But, you know, anything goes in Portland, right? The organizer of the event and founder of DeathScience.org, Jeremy Siliberto, is defending their actions and that of the and that the dissection was medical research. I can guarantee you that the man knew his body would be used for medical research, Gibraltar said. Uh, Sanders, who died of COVID-19. Sure, here we go. Uh, well, and again, talk about more goo- How ghoulish can this get, right? He, quote, died of COVID-19, right? A 98-year-old man. No comorbidities there now, would there be? Uh, we feel that this was not respectful and certainly not ethical, Kimberly Delero, the, the chief medical death investigator for the uh, Maltmouth County, Oregon, medical examiner said. It was not ethical. But, you know, listen, when you're killing people off for 60000 bucks, I mean, they already made money on this guy, right? The hospital who, who said he died of COVID-19, 98-year-old man. I mean, how ghoulish, right? How good. I, listen, it, it, to me, it, this just makes sense. If you're, if you're, and I'm telling you, I, I've been through this. I used to teach the medical ethics of this. You know, and, and I'm telling you, this does not surprise me. Should it surprise anybody that they're do it, taking a man and dissecting him? Oh, by the way, yeah, what he died? Oh, he died of COVID nineteen. Sixty thousand dollars for you, cha-ching. So you know, let's make more money off this guy. Let's charge five hundred bucks to see him dissected in public. There you go, cha-ching. More money. This guy. Listen, you are worth more dead today than you'll ever know. Right? 
sell your body to medical science. And the people that really are disingenuous about this is the med lab, med ed, I think it's called. It's, uh, okay, the okay, the ghoulish little secrets is you can get these bodies and you get body parts and you get human parts from places like med ed labs, a company which solicit body donations. And I, I you know, you purchase them. And I purchased them for, and all, I purchased body parts for uh, science reasons. And they come prepared. They're for display. They're great for examining. When I used to teach anatomy and physiology, for God's sakes. You know, I had the responsibility to teach it, so I taught it. And I got the best specimens I possibly could do. But that does not mean I put them on display for ghoulish reasons. In fact, human body parts were never out in my classroom except for the lectures. You kept them locked up because people would like to steal them. In fact, um, we you know we had skeletons, right? You, you go into the science class and you see a skeleton, a human skeleton. I always used original human bones, and but the some of the ones for early examination, like for the biology classes, I would use the plastic ones and um interesting interesting because you know people don't want to handle real human bones okay i get that i respect that so we got the plastic ones now the biology classes which are not anatomy classes i would usually use those plastic bones because you know more durable and they got more classes more people handling the bones and things like that so you use them for that now the the plastic bones they're absolute exact replicas of human skeletons but my point is, is that sometimes people would try and break into the classroom and steal the belt, the bones, especially around Halloween, right? Because they want the bones, the human bones. And uh, now you can pick up those things by if you, well, you have to have a license and stuff to get this stuff. So this is why I say um, this MedEd Labs, they're the ones, I think, taking a long look at being able to sell it to some clown to put it on a freak show. That's what we've reduced ourselves to. But with the comorbidities, the COVID virus, your body is worth way more today than ever before. Because let's say he goes out and he has a hundred people at five thousand bucks or five hundred bucks a piece. That's a lot of money. He could do that. They could do these kind of things and dissect. They could dissect an arm or two. Maybe by the time they get through his whole body, they probably turn on the saw and take off his cranium and expose the um, the brain inside. Yeah, look for blood clots, because I'm sure this guy was vaccinated. Yeah, and what about those vaccines, right? Don't take the vax because it clots your blood. I wonder if they've, he's got all kinds of uh, blood clots throughout his body, which is, that's definitely comorbid. Oh, sure, that's been brought to you by the vaccine. I just, you know, this is the kind of stuff that sets me off a little bit. Just a just a little now. I'm just holding back because it's still early, and I'm only on the second pot of coffee. We just started that one. This is ghoulish, and that's exactly what our culture is becoming. With this, uh, or at least there's a there is a culture that surrounds us. This ghoulish behavior, and of course, that's the culture that we find in our hospitals and medical treatment centers now, especially with this uh, request for vaccines, which will kill you. These vaccines are not vaccines, they're killers. And uh, we tell people, don't take the jab for a good reason. This man's body now, after probably taking the jab, I suspect, that because they said, oh, he died of COVID. Right. How, how'd that va- if he took the vaccine, how'd that vaccine work out for this gentleman? 
And then, of course, what is the afterlife for him and his body, his degraded body? What have we done to our culture and society, and don't we want it all back again? Don't we want it to be all straightened out again? We absolutely do. Is it going to be straightened out? I don't know. I really don't know. I I think it's a a lot in part up to all of you as to whether or not we're going to get everything all straightened out again. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, we're coming up to a break right now. We come back from the break. Um, We're going to hear more about, uh, well, more from the Gateway Pundit, I should say. Um, Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff here on Agenda 21 Radio. This is our culture, our society. Anyway, let's talk about the vote and what's going on. Remember, in the third hour, we're going to be talking to Peter Navarro. In Trump time, we'll be right back. You're listening to Agenda 21 Radio. He's undoing the U.N. one community at a time. It's Paul Preston. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today death defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the Deaf System. I've used the Deaf System since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the Deaf System today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the Deaf System today. Protect your conversations today with the Deaf System. Broadcasting the truth about what's really going on. It's Agenda 21 with Paul Preston. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website a21r.com and uh, of course uh, we're scouring from all over the place uh, for you all the different things that are happening here in New California and also the United States so right now we have a little dilemma going <laughs> just a little dilemma going on in New Jersey and oh it's those 40,000 it can't be quite it just can't be those 40,000 um, more votes, more more chaos, um, and, and sundry things, right? Going on in uh, going on in uh, New Jersey. Now, let's see, hey, 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 we got one. We got one in Virginia. 
they, we got one. Those votes counted this time in Virginia. I know my, if I'm a Virginian, my vote counted. Right arm. <laughs> we did it, right arm. Raise your guns. <laughs> I got my little sheriff's badge on here, a little little ditty for one of our sheriffs who's running for uh, election. Oh, that's, no, that's it. This is it. There you go. You got to see my little badge on. So I feel like, you know, um, a lot of justice has been meted out in that election. This right arm, right arm. Listen, I'm raising my right arm. It looks like my left arm to me, but my right arm. We're right on. See, that's a little playoff. The '60s called right on because you see, I was a I was a conservative in the '60s. <gasps> Shocking, a conservative all my life. I was born into conservatism. Well, it's it's genetically programmed into me, right? I I have the right kind of mRNA to create that. So anyway, um, I I came out of the womb right arm. Well, my mom said there's a right arm problem, but you know. Anyway, so, you know, as a counter back in the 60s, believe it or not, sarcastically, you'd have the Bill Ayers group going, right on, right on. You know, and we, you know, we did the same thing. It's like, like, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. We did the same thing in the 60s and 70s as what you all guys, all all you youngers have done with the Biden, Biden, you know, that whole thing. Now it's uh, Brandon, right? This guy named Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. So, see, we did the same thing. The right arm, right arm became the right arm from where? Right on, Bill Ayers. Yeah, that's what they used to say. That's right on. That's right on, you son of a, you conservatives, you blah, 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 blah. So we conservatives said, hey, right arm, right arm. Yeah, that's it. That's the right arm because we are right wingers. Yeah, Uh, get it? So we had our little day. It wasn't so, uh, you know, profane. I mean, come on, Jamie, you're using the F word. That was never used in my day. Never, never did we ever think about using the F word. Don't you know these guys? And I do know these guys who do this. They're sitting along talking and... and, uh, one of them's a lobbyist, very, very good friend of mine. And I have never, uh, this guy can talk wallpaper off a wall. There's no joke about that. That was one time, it was hysterical because uh, we were going up skiing to Mammoth Mountain. And uh, we had, you know, we had a van, we had all the equipment. Yeah, we're going up, we're going up for three days. Well, Mammoth Mountain decided to have a big snowstorm. <laughs> Shocking. And so we were stuck. We had to go to Palmdale for an overnight beforehand because we couldn't get up the road. I mean, the snow was that deep down to our... Anyway, so we stayed at this uh, a friend's house uh, who, you know, back in the day, we played high school football together and stuff, and I'll never forget. The mother said to us, uh, oh, you brought you brought him with you. <laughs> I mean, even my guy, my friend. I said, yeah. And he says, you know... I could, you know, I've always said about you, so and so. I don't know what I can say. You can talk wallpaper off a wall. I mean, it was so just. I'm like, wow. She and of course, what his profession is is a lobbyist, and of course, she proved him right. But you know, anyway, so this guy can use the f word in front of just about anybody, and they like it. You know, so, I'm sure that's just part of the conversation. That f word, and you wouldn't believe some of the people this guy talks to like that. And I'm sitting here going, how does he get away with that? <laughs> you know. Just some people can get away with that, right, Brandon? Now, Brandon can get away with that sort of talk. Let's have some fun, right? Yeah, at uh, Joe Biden's expense. No, how about our own expense, right? 
So all this ghoulish behavior that's out there is a little unsettling, isn't it? Okay, so let's get back into the, some of the meat and potatoes and uh, get beyond the man whose uh, body has been uh, degraded. Um, disgusting. Anyway, some more from the Gateway Pundit. Let's get back into the 70,000 votes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say 70? Could it be 70,000? But I like this one, too. Um, Racine Sheriff refers criminal charges against five top Wisconsin election commissioners and nursing home scam. Okay, now for those of you that are district attorneys in California, pay heed. Pay heed here, district attorneys. District attorneys. District attorneys. Pay heed, please, about what this is all about. Okay, and I'm holding up evidence. Yes, evidence right here that why the district attorneys need to pay heed right here district attorneys pay heed did i say district attorneys pay heed because now the criminal charges from affidavits are starting to appear first in wisconsin on wisconsin oh, a little battle cry going on there right criminal charges first in the nation for criminal charges now some of you uh, district attorneys in California, you've got the opportunity. You've been presented the opportunity on a golden plate to file criminal charges against your county clerk recorders and other people who have been aiding and abetting in criminal behavior out here in California election system. Oh, it's time. I mean, it really is time. So Racine County refers it. Okay, now let's go back here to New Jersey. New Jersey Governor Race called for Democrat Murphy. Have we not seen this scenario before? I mean, it's just come on. This overnight, remember? They they said, oh, we're going to take a break. They did this. They did this in Virginia too. They, but something happened in Virginia that they couldn't quite get their calculus down. They couldn't quite get the algorithm down. And I'm not sure yet. In fact, my people need to be on the ball here, please. You're you're letting me uh, hang out here, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be hanging out on this one. But Phil Murphy, a Democrat who has pushed New Jersey in in a more progressive de- direction, you think, um, and overseeing the state's response to the coronavirus pandemic won a second term as the Garden State's uh, governor Wednesday night, narrowly defeating Republican Jack Ciratorelli uh, in a bitter and closer-than-expected race that was too close to call for nearly... <gasps> the excitement was there, right? But, you know, there was an overnight dump of ballots. Uh, that's part of the problem. It says... Uh, says uh, this comes after uh, after obvious issues were identified overnight with 40,000 ballots were awarded to Murphy in Bergen County after the county was reported as 100% reported. So here it goes. Democratic tricks in New Jersey. Governor's race, Republican winning largest county with 100% of votes counted. Then votes flip and Murphy miraculously wins the county. There you go. Shocking. Just like California did, right? Just uh, it's it's almost a de- duplicate of what happened with California and the flipping of 11 million votes by the Alex Padilla crowd. He was Secretary of State, right? Yeah, Alex Padilla, Secretary of State. Boy, they gave him a Secretary of State job, or excuse me, a Senate job. After quickly, he just he dashed off. 
He dashed right off. He got right out of the Secretary of State. And he, he's, he, got, he was out there so fast, he, he failed to sign the proper forms to certify the election. Because he knows, he knew then, he did not want to commit a crime by, fa- by filing and signing a false ascertainment document that it was Joe Biden who won the 55 electoral votes. Now, I switch it. We're going to switch it on you now. We're going to go over here to this one. Racine County Sheriff refers criminal charges against five top Wisconsin uh, elections commissioners in nursing home voting scam. Ah. He's filing the charges. As sheriffs, you guys can do that too. You can do this too. You sheriffs out there, you can file charges against your county clerk recorders. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. A Racine County Sheriff's Office announced during their press conference one week ago on Thursday that they were submitting their investigation to the Racine County District Attorney's Office following their hearing. The Wisconsin Election Commission, WEC, violated state law in a statewide nursing home voting scam, and WEC did not follow the law. It says the Wisconsin Election Commission took advantage of impaired seniors, the Racine sheriffs uh, uh, believe. This crime occurred in all 72 counties. The Racine County Sheriff's Department believes WEC committed a Class 1 felony and numerous misdemeanors by abusing impaired citizens, seniors, to get their votes. Um, on Wednesday, Racine County Christopher, uh, Sheriff Christopher Schmalling announced criminal charges against five of the six members of the Wisconsin Election Commission. Wow. And you know what, sheriffs out here in California? You can do the same as long as you have those affidavits, and some of them are coming at you even more. In fact, there's just a couple counties that submitted two days ago now, isn't it? We know these things. We'll be back. You're listening to Agenda 21 Radio. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. 
And we're back here on Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, A21R.com, and, of course, NewCaliforniaState.com. NewCaliforniaState.com, we're covering this story now. Um, we've kind of opened up Pandora's box, and, you know, we do this often, don't we? Pandora is a friend of ours. We we like Pandora. <laughs> Pandora provides so much. <laughs> uh, whatever happened to that um, YouTube channel, Pandora? Did they get gobbled up by some other uh, big big tech? Maybe uh, Jack Dorsey did it. Yeah, Jack Dorsey, man, what a what a clown he is, huh? Well, he sure has had a negative influence in the election system out here in California and also around the nation because he's a he's a big player in it. Yeah, yeah, you have to call these people out when you start doing the research on all these companies. You find, wow, this is pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's it's absolutely ghoulish. I, did I say ghoulish? Anyway, so this is now where we're at with this Racine County business. You know, it's uh, this is going to be uh, a, this is big news, obviously. And by the way, <clears throat> the sheriff has uh, said, "Look, at there's crimes committed here," and um, you know, this is where we're at. I think with a lot of people. Um, yeah, here we go. 24-year-old uh, hockey star Boris Sadecki dies uh, after collapsing on the ice in cardiac arrest last Friday. 80% of the league is vaccinated. Yep, uh, there we go. It says, a breaking exclusive. One year ago on election night, all state reporting, all state reporting was zeroed out on the Edison election reporting system. And then, one by one, each state's totals were reset. Oh, I wonder why. Right. Uh, I wonder. I wonder why. I don't know. Black Lives Matter activists elected to Des Moines City. That's always a good. That's always a negative thing, isn't it? So here we go. <clears throat> Let's take a look at this. Why did that happen? We've uncovered something very peculiar that took place one year ago today. And it has to do with the Edison reporting data provided by big media to report up-to-date results for each state in the national election. It says, uh, we identified a number of issues last year before and after election night. Uh, we uncovered glitches that showed up on election night 2020 where the results in the presidential election were switched between candidates. This led to us to uncover the Edison election system data that was provided to big media that presented up-to-date results in each state's election results. And when we reviewed this data, we found a number of unusual items. It says the Edison data provided total votes at one point in time and percents of those of these totals for each candidate. Rather than just list total votes per candidate at any given time, results had to be calculated. Ah, the calculators are out. Ah, they must be, and you know, by the way, with all the contracts, with all the states, you know, Dominion, Smartmatic, uh, ES&S, all these people have these uh, uh, contracts and they have confidential information in their contracts and they cannot, they absolutely cannot devote and talk about it. No, they can't make it public. In fact, we we were excoriated, New California State, we were excoriated by Dominion and ESNS for oh how this information is proprietary and you can't look into what is in our contract with Santa Clara County shocking really well you know here's their problem 
we're very good at asking questions we already have answers to when we're talking about criminal behavior. And guess what? We already had the answers. We already had copies of the contract because, you know, we got them when you first build the, went through the whole process and had them out on the agenda. It was all open. And we already had it. So, you know, thanks for the information. I mean, it, you know, you wanted the uh, writ of mandamus, but, you know, the writ was unnecessary because we already had the contracts. I think page 70 of your contract is very revealing. It talks about your connection with the Internet, Dominion. Oh, there's no connection with the Internet. Oh, no, 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 no. They use thumb. Uh, listen, the first clue is they use thumb drives in the machines. And sometimes, you know what was happening, which is really kind of clever, some of your county clerk recorders, to save and preserve the data, after all, they were taking those thumb drives home. I bet you didn't know that, did you? And what were they doing with the, the data they were taking home with them? I wonder what would happen when everything shut down and everybody went home and went to bed. On election night. Oh, it's hard. We got too much work to do. We can't work tonight. You silly folks. We'll just take these thumb drives home with all the data. We'll download the data from the machines and we'll just go home with the thumb drives. We'll just take these teeny tiny little thumb drives. Oh, I like this one's got a scabbard. There you go. We'll just take these teeny tiny little thumb drives. We'll take them home with us. Shocking. Shocking. And what are you going to do with them at home, girlfriend or boyfriend? Yeah, that's where the data was going. That you know, That's where the data goes in California. That's where the data goes. It goes home with uh, some of these county clerk recorders. Isn't that disgusting? These people need to be arrested. You can't. That's stealing. They, they want to make sure that they got everything covered, so... We take it home with us. <laughs> and then we plug it back in the next morning just to make sure it's okay. Now, what could possibly go wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen? What could go wrong? Uh, it's just loss of custody, Paul. No biggie. It's in safe hands of the elected official. Really? How's that working out for the corruption factors? The corruption crime. So here we have this thing going on now. Now, see, this is part of the puzzle pieces that we work on overnight, all the time, 24-7, 365 on Agenda 21 Radio. Keep you up to date. This is just a puzzle piece for us that's starting to fit in nicely. And we recognize it as a nice piece of the puzzle. So we're going to go in a little bit deeper on this story with the Edison Project, right? says it provided vote totals at one point in time and percents of these totals for each candidate. Rather than just list total votes per candidate at any given time, results had to be calculated, really. So when you take the things home, can you calculate them on your own computer at home if you happen to be a county clerk recorder and then plug it in the next morning? <gasps> you know, just to get those specific results. Fine-tune it, right? We then found anomalies in the data where millions of votes appeared either eliminated or switched to Joe Biden. Breaking, 
analysis of elections night data from all states shows millions of votes either switched from President Trump to Biden or were lost. So what were the county clerk recorders in California doing taking home the thumb drives on the night of the election? Uh, it's time for more coffee. Cafe, anyone? We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system. My best friend, my rock, my son, Dominic, my only child, was also killed by an illegal immigrant. I call them illegal aliens. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time to battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. And uh, we're really kind of rocking right now on the uh, chat line. On uh, Agenda Twenty One Radio, uh, we you know we've got all we got one two three four five six seven eight one two three four no we got seven channels up right now so yeah we're still uh, screwing around with one of them that doesn't it's stubborn it's stubborn it's I, I tell you it's just a stubborn channel out there and uh, so we're going to be uh, we're correcting it if you know what I mean definitely going to be correcting it uh, with uh, some of the, uh, the the ghoulish things going on. Uh, so, yeah, this is a kind of a big story. We're going to continue to follow this. Uh, when your county clerk recorders in uh, one state decide that they're going to uh, be the judge and the jury and they're going to they're going to make sure your vote counts, 
or is it they're, they're sure that their vote counts? I think that's probably uh, pretty much uh, a bigger way to look at it, don't you? It's their vote that's going to count. Anyway, we got a lot of things coming up here on Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, 821R.com, and, of course, NewCaliforniaState.com. A story about Peter Navarro. He's going to be with us in the third hour. We're, um, he's going to be visiting us by way of uh, a telephone, which will be cool. We're pretty excited about that. And uh, we're pretty excited about the fact that he's going to be here. We'll have a pretty good discussion with him and uh, get through the, the whole 20 minutes or so of it. And if you have a question... Your best bet is to get on the chat line, one of the chat lines, and uh, ask the question. So you chatters out there, if you want to ask a question, Peter Navarro, that I can get to, be more than happy to do that. We're going to uh, try and do that uh, very, you know, we see, we have this unique capability that um, it's really kind of cool. And let's, let's see if we can do the, the playing around with this. You put a chat up, and we say, okay. We don't want that guy's chat. No, no. Let's try this one. It needs to go to back to where the landowners are allowed to vote. <laughs> okay, Twelfth uh, Man, Alaska. <laughs> that, I like that picture. Okay, see, we have this. You can ask the question. We can put it up on the screen, and we can go from there. Don't you think that's kind of a sweet little deal? And then um, what's this one? No, that one's not the one. What? And what about? Uh, let's say that one. Oops, this one. Good morning. Thank you, Ozark. <laughs> um, anyway, so we uh, we can play around with these things all day long, and we do. So we appreciate all of your listeners. We appreciate all of you people that are out there talking to us about stuff. Um, a little bit of an update on what we're, what's going on in New Jersey. With 91% counted, um, uh, that's uh, 1.7 votes. And Jack the, uh, Clatrelli is the one who's supposedly... The landslide winner. So we've got our people, our crack team, working on it right now, and we will definitely get get back to you. We're auditing the final numbers that they've given us right now. Maybe by the end of the show, we'll be able to share it with you. Thanks for listening to Agenda Twenty One Radio. Remember to visit our website, eight twenty one rcom and stay strong, America. We are exceptional Americans. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. 
those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code AGENDA. This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of conflicting times, isn't it? Freedom is not as easy as we thought, is it? We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. doing the UN one community at a time it's Paul Preston what will you do without freedom will you fight for those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system.
broadcasting the truth about what's really going on. It's Agenda 21 with Paul Preston. Yeah, it's, it's kind of conflicting times, isn't it? Freedom is not as easy as we thought, is it? We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. generation away from extinction. Freezing. I know you all know, but a lot of people may not know what COVID is. In a fortified bunker, deep behind enemy lines. I think I'm going to try very much hard to... Uh, it's what you need to know before you need to know it. It, it is. Um, by the way, there's places where Russia... Ripping through the clutter. Rebuilding of... Uh, with concise. Of uh, Syria, of... Uh, clear. Of Libya, of, you know, this is... Information. They're there. It's unedited commentary to get rid of the confusion... Are you, are you okay? I mean, you see, no, it works. Or, you you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad. Paul is nothing like that guy. Or or, 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 or or the neighbor. Or when you go to church. Or when you're... No, no I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. It's time now to find out what's really going on. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were... There's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something... Or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. With Paul Preston and Agenda 21.
Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism, one exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that exceptional American? I suspect you are. That's why you're listening to this radio show. So welcome aboard. Like I said, we have a lot of things to talk about here on Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, 821R.com. And of course, NewCaliforniaState.com. NewCaliforniaState.com, State of the Future. And boy, do we have a future for you in New California. We're going to be bringing up Chris Street here in just a moment. We've got a lot to talk about with Chris. And then in the third hour, Peter Navarro is going to be with us uh, for the entire hour. Um, that means Patty Plum is going to be on Friday. We talked to Patty already. Uh, she's got a huge meeting tonight. It, it's probably more appropriate. Um, huge meeting going on up in Shasta County. And uh, she and Ron are going to be there uh, orchestrating the meeting for everybody. And good, you go Shasta, you know, go all of our counties. But, you know, Shasta's got a big thing going on right now. Down in Orange County, big things going on in Orange County. Um, down in San Diego County, bigger things are about to happen. And San Bernardino, Wade, dude, you are the man. And Jody is too. Just some names that are uh, kind of uh, sticking around out there. And then there's San Luis Obispo. Yeah, what is going on in San Luis Obispo in Kern County and all the other ones out there? We have a, a whole host of counties that are uh, absolutely stepping up. It looks like our convention is going to be a convention is going to be in uh, Visalia, California. They have a beautiful convention center down there, and we're very excited about the opportunity. It's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, <laughs> with all the parameters that we have to work with. But uh, we are there are more of inconveniences than they are anything else. But the message will be brought forward about New California State. The title of the convention is Article 4 State Convention, New California's Ninth Constitutional Convention, number 9, number 9, number 9. Uh, this is going to be a great convention. And uh, we might even ask on air if Peter Navarro could show up there. Wouldn't that be something to make that kind of a statement to Peter Navarro? And uh, but uh, I would love to see it today. You're, I mean, this is awesome. You're getting Chris Street, who's a friend of Peter Navarro. Um, he's in the book "Death by China" that Peter Navarro authored, and the movie Chris is in it. By the way, you can get that online. I'll have Chris plug that, and then um, Peter Navarro today, all in one shebang. The the guys that really brought you the China policy for Donald J. Trump will be in the house. And um, so that's pretty exciting stuff. So anyway, we're going to get on with this. And uh, Chris is going to be joining us here momentarily. We're going to get the uh, the systems already rock and roll here. And uh, sorry, I've got the uh, thing on here that we got to change around for you. We'll, we'll do that right now so that, you know, you can uh, be one of these trusted interlockers. As uh, Joe Biden says, that's, that's a word I've never heard before, interlockers. Um, but it's it's a big word because, you know, gee whiz, ha ha, the president said it. Yeah, trusted interlockers. We're also enjoying uh, Agenda 21 Radio coffee, as you can see right here. And um, we've got a great cup going on right now. And I'm going to definitely, this is now we're getting lower in the pot on pot de. Okay, en français, pot de. Using all of my adult skills to sip that one down. Okay, so anyway, uh, Chris Street's going to be joining us here just momentarily, and uh, we're going to get him up. We've we got a lot to talk about. He hasn't been on the show for, like, days, it seems like. And, you know, I know how you are about Chris Street. If he's not on the show, the bearings, uh, 
the bearings start to wear a little bit thin, right? And you go, oh, my God, where's Chris? And so um, he's going to set the record straight for us here uh, on Agenda 21 Radio. And if you would, if anybody at a sound check can please check to see what we got going on. If there's any echoing or anything like that, let me know right away so we can tamp this whole thing down. We've restructured some things in the studio. The studio is undergoing some major changes, by the way, just to kind of let you know. So it seems like a little weird. You see actually some of the stuff in the background that we have. We've got um, we've got uh, flags upside down. We've got all kinds of other things going on in the studio. So we definitely want to see how this whole thing pans out. So Chris is going to be coming on with us right now and um, see how this whole thing pans out. with it. There's Chris. All right. So we got Chris right here, and um, we know his sound is working. we got the sound really going on. So we're going to switch out our little things here on our end and uh, make sure that Chris comes on board. So anyway, we've got this uh, really big show today, uh, Chris Street in the second hour and Peter Navarro in the third hour. And I guess, Chris, I want to ask you the question about uh, your friend, Peter Navarro, being on Agenda 21 Radio um, what do you think of that? Well, I think Peter's a great guy. You know, I dealt with him when I was at UCI, and he made his movie, Death by China. Um, and we stayed friends, and he went on to the administration. Um, but I think more importantly, remember, Peter is a traditional Democrat. <laughs> you know, he's Shocking. He, he's sort of like, you know, the Democrat Party that is no more. And... Uh, you know, he, he needed a place to go, and Donald Trump was the first politician, really, in America who opened the doors and said, you know, we have a coalition here. And it, it's been, it was a rough ride, to say the least, because what Peter Navarro wanted to do was an anathema to multinational corporations. I mean, can you understand the idea of wanting to bring back jobs back to the United States? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, what a sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they left, and now they need to come back. So here we are bringing them. Well, I guess in a sense, that's is that all halted, this, this notion um, about bringing back businesses to uh, the United States? Is that Or is that still in motion because, you know, one administration to another, they set things in motion, and then the next one tries to stop. It's not an easy thing to stop these things. So what uh, what's going on with that? Well, I, I think, Paul, it's just the, the economic cycles you know, are much more powerful than politicians and, and really, quite frankly, much more powerful than countries. You know, you, you had an extraordinary event for 30, 40 years that China came up from you know, hoping to have two bowls of rice a day to, you know, being the second largest economy in the world um, through the good graces of the United States. And not not only did China get the good graces of the United States, they got the extraordinary political graces from the Clinton administration that, that literally took all of the rules of uh, multinational trade and sort of said, those rules apply to the United States, but don't apply to China because there's probably a deal there. Do you think there was a deal, Paul? I, I'm pretty sure, Chris, there was a deal there. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's, about, it's the way you ask the question, Chris. It's, that's right. very telling, very telling, very right. telling. 
So uh, when you take a look at um, what we're, what's happening, I, let's, let's do the normal check because uh, the audience has been crying out, where's Chris Strait? You know, and I, I hear this, where's this Chris Strait? I said, don't just back off a little bit. You <laughs> can only do so much. Um, anyway, so what is going on in the world right now? Because we've seen some things uh, happening with the stock market. It's been going to meteoric ranges. Uh, is that going to last? And uh, what is happening with China? Those are some big burning questions we want to ask. Well, it, 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 the interesting thing about the stock market is it begins on fundamentals, but it ends on greed. And you're, you're in that greed phase now where, you know, 20-year-olds are going to Robin Hood and you know, buying stocks on massive margin and options and, and driving prices to the moon thinking they're, you know, there, there really is, uh, you know, an, an unlimited fortune to be made. Um, eventually, that reality will come in. Um, but I think these are this is quite typical of the end of every economic cycle, whether it was 1929, whether it was the 1960s. They all ended on a spectacular bubble in the stock market. And you know what happens to bubbles, Paul? They Boom. pop, yeah. <laughs> and the, that popping is is really more financial. It doesn't impact, you know, it, the the countries and, and and the businesses. It means there's a there, there's a progression to new businesses. Uh, the the interesting thing is, you know, Silicon Valley, the microprocessor, is 50 years old today. Oh, a birthday for the microprocessor! Great. I, I, it, but the last time that happened was, you know, at, at at the end of the cycle for automobiles, right? You know, 1957. You know, Detroit owned the world. You know, in the 1970s, all three major car companies were bankrupt, and and by 1980, the population of Detroit had shrank by 70 percent. I mean, that's worse than sort of like Rome being conquered by the vandals right right exactly <laughs> it, it uh, you know uh, really the auto industry was conquered by its own egotism when, when you look at what's going on in in silicon valley right now um there's a massive change afoot in this lap the election yesterday or i guess really tuesday in the election you know you, you had uh one candidate with 120 million access to all of Silicon Valley's most secretive and sophisticated algorithms, databases. You had them doing dirty tricks. You had them doing all the tools they had. And the other guy had $14 million, was down, was down 20 points two months ago, and you know, had something around $3 million you know, a, a month ago, and he won. And he won against the most powerful fundraiser in the Democrat Party. Yeah, I, I would call that a failure of Silicon Valley. And more importantly, it, it shows that eventually, and, and I use that term eventually because it can take a while, eventually reality bites. Yeah, um, there's some realities going on. And, and quite frankly, we're um, our, our attack team is attacking of uh, this whole thing um, right now as we speak, and we should maybe have some results maybe during the show um, about some of their research. If not, we might even hang on for another hour and do a fourth hour of Agenda 21 Radio just to kind of get this out there in the public. 
But um, it seems to me that just looking at the cursory information that was given to me, and again, this is all preliminary, is that there's something odd um, that happened in Virginia, and there's certainly something odd that happened in New Jersey. And uh, whether or not certain things were able to be carried out in Virginia um, that they thought was going to happen with the algorithms that you're talking about, of course, may not have happened. And, uh, of course, one of the things in which, uh, as you know, Donald Trump in his uh, philosophy was to have everybody go in person and vote there at the ballot, you know, at the polling station to try, try and be disruptive that way. And it worked. But these people still, um, man, they really carried off a large operation. And, uh, of course, I don't know if it, it, it apparently is at work in New Jersey and not at work in Virginia. And uh, like I, I think you're absolutely correct. Silicon Valley, I think, needs to be put on notice now about all that stuff. Well, well, well Paul, the, the interesting thing is there's a, literally there's going to be, when it comes to elections, a new sheriff in town. <laughs> because the happiest person yesterday at the election was the president of the police. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Benevolent Association. And he had he had a smile on his face that could have been tied to his ear earlobes because <laughs> one of the things I see coming is that uh, uh, these elections are going to result in assigning police powers to local police and sheriffs. Now, up in, uh, currently, elections are you know sort of outside of the police, right? And can't really be called, you know, somehow that that would be voter suppression if if, if police were involved policing, you know, elections. I mean, remember voter suppression, the the COVID-19 pandemic was voter suppression. It suppressed old people, older people who vote in person from going to the polls. They had had a tremendously shrunken uh, number of polling stations you know, there was you know, terrible things coming from CNN and all the honest uh, uh, media out there uh, about how if you went outside as an older person, you would die. And uh, I said this on, you know, the call for New California that I, I believe that there would be policing, you know, of elections. And uh, late last night, the state of Florida announced that they're going to assign police powers uh, to elections. What that means is you don't need to get a district attorney, you know, to, to, uh, to essentially investigate uh, something that happened at a polling station. You can simply call, call the police or file an affidavit like New California does. So I, I think this is going to catch fire. Remember the, de Blasio, the mayor of New York, you know, a guy who acknowledges that he hates police is gone, and there's actually a, 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 a yeah. Cop. What about that? <laughs> literally the new this new uh, uh, police chief for uh, New York City. So we are about to see, you know, uh, the the normal progression. E- each time you have something that's, you know, uh, beyond belief, uh, and, and I, I'm not gonna. I, I said at the time of the election that the Supreme Court would not overturn the election um, because the precedent of that would be really challenging. But I said the process then will bake forward. And about seven, eight months out there, 
you know, like right now, Paul, you know, <laughs> the system, the system <laughs> would start working. Yeah. Because the system is made to have gum in it. It's gooey and you can't do stupid things based on emotion. It makes you go through the full process and gum and eventually you get there. And I think we are exactly there now. You're going to see all kinds of, in the last weeks, look at the leaking. Um, earlier this week, uh, head of the testing lab for Pfizer it admitted that uh, essentially the labs faked much of the evidence on the safety uh, for the Pfizer vaccine um, in, in a major uh, academic journal. So, you know, this isn't, you know, we, we are just moving along the normal process here, Paul. I know it's frustrating, but over time, I think people will say, oh, that worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one of the things, too, and you took a lot of uh, criticism uh, because of the emotions at the time when you said that this is not the place for the Supreme Court. In fact, um, we had actually filed at, what was good, though, about it. I'm just going to say this yeah, is really good yeah. um, because what happened with us is that we filed an amicus brief. Robert Thomas, our fabulous uh, attorney, and actually he's uh, the the uh, Supreme Court chief justice for New California. Uh, he filed an amicus brief, and we got into the Supreme Court. We were recognized by the Supreme Court, first time in uh, American history that a state in development was recognized um, and given recognition, and it was that was very very good. Also, new new Nevada was also mentioned there, right? Uh, so this new new movement is really starting to to pick up a lot of steam as as a result of that and other things. But uh, this this notion that the Supreme Court should decide that an election is not what the Supreme Court is all about. That is a legislative function, and they pushed it back to the legislatures. And to the credit of several of the legislatures, not California's, not California's legislature, to the credit of these legislatures, uh, they actually did do something and they conducted hearings. And they were, I thought, very fruitful. You had hearings in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, and um, I think in Wisconsin, oh, Michigan. They certainly had them in Michigan. Right. And uh, so now all of a sudden we're starting to see, and this is to your point about policing, and that we're started this whole thing is unraveling as it should because I think that had we just been happy with Donald Trump and gotten caught in all the emotion, Donald Trump becomes president again, and now we go, well, you know what the swamp would not be cleaned out, and he said, "I'm going to drain the swamp. Well, guess what? He's draining the swamp, <laughs> and Donald Trump is large and in charge of all this, um in my opinion, and this whole thing is the way it's playing out. Um, the Supreme Court did not do what their what everybody thought they would do. They did what they thought they should do based upon that and give it to the legislature. Many of your legislators legislatures have risen up and done the right things, and now we're getting results. In Racine, Wisconsin, just today, just today, the sheriff issues criminal complaints against election officials in the state. This is the policing thing again, you're talking Paul. about. Criminal complaints by a sheriff. And it started from an affidavit. David. <laughs> Shocking. Somebody's been watching us, right? Well, Shocking. Paul, you know, last night, you know, I, I said that this election is a shock. It, it's really not. What was different about this election is Donald Trump's strategy is working because what Donald Trump 
said to to black people in 2016, "What do you got to lose?" Yeah, I mean, and and it, that showed up by 2020 that 25 percent of black men voted for Donald Trump. A, a what would be called a you know breaking the glass ceiling by any kind of measure. Um, black women didn't follow in 2020, but in the current election, what you're going to find is, remember, there's a black uh, lieutenant governor now in Virginia. There's a Shocking. Hispanic uh, 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 AG, um, and they're both, and there's a, uh, a white governor, but you know they're the rainbow that are all Republicans. So this is this is really a breakthrough election, and it has changed the equation, not because older people have told younger people what they need to know. Younger people are now telling older people, let's go, Brandon. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are the top? Let's know, go, Brandon. <laughs> yo, 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 let's go, Brandon. For Halloween was, let's go, Brandon. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know I haven't got my. Uh, we have. We should. I, I, I'm thinking that maybe New California should get a New California. Let's go, Brandon. Sure, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Just some thoughts that are out there to uh, to strike you down. But yeah, it's going to be um, a very very interesting um, year coming up in the next six months, the next few months, especially out here in California, because you know we've now we're now finding out information as I was talking about in the last hour that some of our county clerk recorders were actually taking the thumb drives home from the election um, on the day of the election. Your thoughts on that? Is that a good idea? Well, isn't that special? <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> we're coming up to a break right now. We've got to take this break. And um, we're coming back and let Chris answer that special question. <laughs> isn't that special? Uh, I would say that that's not so special indeed, but, you know, that's just me saying these kind of things. Anyway, stay with us. More to come here on Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com, and Satellite Phone Store. Satellite Phone Store. Get your satellite phone. He's undoing the U.N. One community at a time. It's Paul Preston. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014, 
and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Broadcasting the truth about what's really going on. It's Agenda 21 with Paul Preston. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, A21R.com, and of course, NewCaliforniaState.com. State of the future, and uh, we're here with uh, Chris Street, and uh, we're talking about, uh, shh, we're going to talk about uh, something about thumb drives, Chris, that... Um, how inappropriate it might be that county clerk recorders take the thumb drives home with them. What could possibly go wrong? These are the thumb drives that they are supposedly interacting with, not on the computer. <gasps> Shocking. There's no Internet connection with any. How about intranet maybe? But, you know, no, there's no Internet that's connected to these machines from Dominion and ES&S. And all. What, so what are your thoughts on a county clerk recorder who might do that? Um, probably a felony, Paul. Ah, a you, you felony. You know that big F word? You know, and, and you know, clerk recorders, you know, they're, they're kind of like, you know, good fellas. You know, they're real tough guys. Right. But, you know, we're looking to have a hard life. Not at all. <laughs> these are, these are sort of usually administrators, you know, Uber administrators, um, why they would be taking a thumb drive home you know, is uh, is everything that you could, every reason you would want to have policing of elections. <laughs> yeah. Because, and, and you know, the, the recent um, Arizona hearings, three days before the hearings uh, started, um, the, I, I guess you'd call uh, administrators uh, for Maricopa County, uh, agreed to give access to the Cyber Ninjas, that's the consulting firm, to the routers uh, ah. for the uh, area where votes are being counted. Um, the reason being is, of course, that uh, the drives had been overridden and erased and played with, but the routers um, can't be overridden and, and such. And that's a investigation we're going to hear more about um, prop, my bet is by you know February, just as the 2022 elections come out, you're going to get a very in-depth report that a lot cyber ninjas proved that there were you know hundreds of internet accesses and points of penetration during the the time of the election, uh, especially I guess it was in the um, was was convention center or something like. That was being, but more importantly, uh, they didn't have the router access to the routers, uh, and they now have them, and you'll be back in February. So, you know, this issue of voter fraud, um, we're, we're going to know a lot about it soon, and you know, just in time for Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> yeah, just in time for Let's Go Brandon. I can't, I can't imagine what could possibly go wrong with something like that. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll all be really chanting "Let's go, Brandon." 
That's you know, right. I was I was uh, making the analogy, and you'll re- you'll appreciate this. In the first hour, to back in the day, in the '60s and '70s, that uh, everybody was saying, like the you know the um, the uh, the the protesters and the left wingers out there, you know the Bill Ayers and all those people, they're raising their right arm and they're going right on, right on. You know, we came up with the slogan. Right arm, right arm. <laughs> you know, that was our "Let's Go Brandon" moment back in the day, and yeah. uh, now, of course, we got you know Brandon, Brandon, or no, uh, Biden, excuse me, and all of a sudden they've cleaned it up. With I just just think that's such a class thing to do. Um, you know, well, the media again, did it. I mean, right it's arm. hilarious. NBC, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. NBC was reporting in the NASCAR, and it was just you had one hundred and twenty-five thousand people going uh, f Biden, and you know the 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 uh, I, I guess the bobblehead from NBC goes, oh, let's go, Brandon. They're, telling, go, <laughs> ah, they're cheering for you, Brandon. <laughs> and you couldn't. I mean, you know, you're you're supposed to watch where you step. You know, especially when there's lots of feral dogs and cats around. <laughs> feral. <laughs> and they just, you know, she just stepped into it. Full on. It is an era of feral uh, dogs, isn't it, and cats? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm just. My point is that uh, you know these these things are so emotional at the time, but we have a system right. that's actually prepared for this. I mean, the founders, the founders weren't foolish. I mean, they they knew about the British Empire. They knew about Rome. They knew about Greece. They knew what destroys, you know, big organizations. They they understood as as a small nation, you know, as a colony, you know, what injustice was all about. They, they were experts in that. Uh, and, you know, the idea that you'd have a revolution, um, revolutions are the norm. The difference is that the founders in the United States understood it was going to be a, you know, continual revolution. So they designed, you know, literally a constitution that's internally revolutionary. It allows change. And and that's the difference between the United States and, you know, the rest of the world that, you know, has has a 30 to 40 year boom, maybe like, you know, the, the British Empire or China or Iran, you know, let's let's, you know, Brazil. Um, Mexico. I mean, these you know, these great Japan. You've had these great runs, but it's the United States that keeps getting better and better and better, and and that's that that's what we're headed for. We're really going through the next cycle. The next cycle that's going to lead us into um, greater uh, and greater, greater and greater. Yeah, I really agree with that. And as painful as this is for everybody. You know, and and again, you know, we can remember back with the Jimmy Carter era, which was just devastating. <laughs> Absolutely, just, who could be worse than Jimmy Carter? Oh my! Well, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon could be a little bit worse than worse, um, yeah. than everybody else. At least that's uh, that's what we're kind of showing right now. So, uh, I guess the other question we might want to get into this: What is going on in China? And um, how is that affecting everything else that's happening in this country? And we'll get into the, the California conversation in a second. Well, well Paul, you got to understand that, that China is – what's the right way to put it? China had a great run, um, a, you know, an incredible run, and they've now reached 
the end of the game. 30% of China was essentially real estate development, building apartments that no one was ever going to live in. I mean, there are 90 million vacant apartments in China because that was an investment scheme, a leveraged investment scheme. Right. Um, and, you know, 30% of the GDP was built off that leveraged investment scheme that for many companies these last month, sales dropped 70%. Not 7%, Paul, 70%. So, you know, if, imagine a third of the U.S. economy, uh, you know, went to 2%. <laughs> Three percent. Shocking. You know, I mean, we're, we're we are well on the way. Not a place to, to be. <laughs> destroying a major piece of, of the second largest economy in the world, and and that is going to cause massive disruption. Wealth is going to be destroyed. Consumption is going to you know shrivel. And oh, by the way, you know they're not exactly the most liked people in the world because of some of their policies. Big surprise. Not a surprise for. Most of us, of course, but um, ask Peter Navarro. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> In fact, I will. <laughs> I will absolutely ask Peter. Only Navarro. on only on Agenda Twenty One. That's right. That's right. Only on Agenda Twenty One will we be able to do that. Um, I guess uh, one of the other bigger uh, things that's going on is, uh, you know, in in the in the case, and as we're making the case for um, China, uh, what is that future going to look like? for all of us you know, because of China, um, let's say five years from now? Well, I, I, I think that you know, five years, maybe maybe by five years, you, you'll see it fading. But in 10 years, China will be dramatically stepping back. The interesting part is, um, and I, I like to make these predictions because they're hilarious. Um, one of the things going on right now is Japan is building 18 destroyers. You know the term destroyers, Paul? Yeah. Those are like, your idea of a destroyer isn't Japan's idea of a destroyer. Their idea of a destroyers have flat decks. You know, the last time that Japan built flat decks was pretty interesting, right? Yeah, we had an interesting war. <laughs> I mean, so they the, built a lot the of these flat power, decks. Interesting, the rising power in Asia appears to be Japan. And the dynamics of the Japanese economy, remember, they had the kind of boom that, you know, Mexico had, Brazil had, Iran had, you know, Russia had, um, you know, and they managed to not be destroyed in the downswing. Um, and Japan is actually a very vibrant economy that's coming back right now. And, and uh, the technology there is extraordinary. I, I can tell you that the, the people are extremely honest, tough to do business with, but extremely honest, um, very reliable. Those are issues that, you know, usually are about Americans. Yeah, you you, uh, you did a great job a couple of weeks ago explaining um, the difference between how you deal with China and how you deal with uh, Japan business-wise. And, uh, you know, the, the thought of the samurai comes up. <laughs> the samurai warriors and warriorism, uh, which has now been converted into uh, the sword, basically into how you doing with your economic growth and development, uh, which has now been a, really started to become back coming back 
after World War II even, coming back at an even stronger clip than what we're seeing. Their economy is growing, like you said, after ma- being down for so many years. What's happening? Well, uh, being flat. Paul, being flat. Much there you go. Being down. Flat. Right. That's what's extraordinary. You know, they just kind of um, cruise right along. You're, the term flat is exactly right. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the United States was didn't exactly do well after 1929. You know, we, we became the largest manufacturer in the world, 50% of the entire world's manufacturing. And then guess what? Big surprise. We ran out of customers. I couldn't imagine how that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we could make more stuff than people could buy, and, uh, that's, and the United States had a depression. And through that process of having depression was the normal sort of breathing in and blowing out. I know that's not fun to happen right but greed and and extraordinary stupidity you know become rewarded at the end of each each cycle right well and, you know and of course they you know you, you don't hear about them after the cycle because they go away <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> adios guys adios uh, and, oh. and a new set of young people come up and build another you know and and that's why i'm so optimistic um, that we, we are on the verge of another boom. Our, our kids and grandkids are, are going to have an extraordinary life. It, we, we, every time you finish one of these cycles, it's kind of rough and nasty, but then you make the turn and you get such a surge um, that it's really extraordinary. Right. And that wealth isn't just about a few people on the top. Matter of fact, it's the enemy of a few people in the top. The current situation where everything's controlled and, you know, you know, like, uh, let's go, Brandon, is, is making sure that you stay in your little box. That's right. 1984, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely 1984. Yeah, yeah. and I hope so, people... So, I mean, that gets, that, that gets washed away. I mean, can you really imagine that... Yeah. There's <laughs> the book. Right. <laughs> oh, you, I just so happen really to have a copy. We all rehearsed this. <laughs> are, are going to be quoting Joe Biden five yeah. years from now? Oh, I know, I know. So here, those of you that here it is. I happen to have this copy yeah. of of George Orwell. This is like my umpteenth copy. I used to pass this out to my biology students right. back in the day, before 1984. Um, you know, which is kind of interesting. But today, here we are with Let's Go, Braden. <laughs> here we are. Orwell There's was right. Nothing new. There's nothing new. You no. know, it's. And Atlas shrugged. I mean, the train's going down the track. And pe- the people come out to make sure the entrepreneurial train's going down the track, and and the you know the establishment government wants to destroy it because it's a you know entrepreneurial threat. And the people come out and guard guard the track at night. Yeah. I mean, we, you, this is the American way. We, we go through these. We, we have all of the emotion because we let it get out there. And, you know, we, we sort of see how it works. And I'll take a little of this, I'll take a little of that, and I'll take a little of this. And the biggest issue that this absolutely frustrates 1984-type bureaucrats is, you know, that, that, that um, you, you have to have some practical knowledge of the world to, to, you know, to be effective. You know, bureaucrats have very little practical knowledge. They have exactly what's in their book and what they're told. You know, they go to school and they actually, you know, absorb the writing and it becomes a way of life to them. That's the problem. There's there's no common sense in bureaucrats. They have they have a book 
Well, you know, I, I want to get back uh, just very quickly about uh, how the Chinese, if we could do this quickly because we're kind of running out of time because i got more topics for you, but the Chinese negotiate in a lot different way than, say, the Japanese do. Um, do well, they right. do the here's, here's here's how it goes in in Japan? Yeah, give me that because I want to ask the question about Korea. But go ahead. Yeah, in in Japan, you Americans, you fly to Japan, and you know you you land there, and they pick you up very ceremonially and take you to a really beautiful hotel, and you're there, and you, you know um, they they might take you out at night and have a you know cocktails and be fun and all that, and and the next day you go to negotiate and you go into a room. There's twenty twenty five of them there. And they're all very, very diligently hanging on every word you say, and and they they want to hear what you have to say, and they're they're listening, and you're talking, and you're feeling good and powerful, and then they take you out to an extraordinary, you know, dinner and you know cocktails and geishas, everything you want to do. It's it's all there the next night. And then you go back and negotiate. <clears throat> What they're really doing is they're sitting down writing the words you say, and each day they'll say, I'll, I'll take a little bit of that, and you know, I'll, I'll take a little bit of this. And right. after four or five days of this, you're totally hungover, exhausted, saying anything, trying to make the deal, and they're just taking a little of this, and then they put it all together in a beautiful document, give it back to you what you said, not, not exactly what you said, but the pieces of what you said, and call it a contract. Uh-uh. This is the way Chris does. Chris flies his own flight there. He arrives at the airport. He gets a taxi. He goes to the big building downtown. He comes up the elevator unannounced. You know, he goes <laughs> to the top floor and, and the secretary. He hands with two hands, which is a ceremony way, the proposal, gets back in the gets back in the elevator, goes down, gets a gets a taxi goes out to the airport and flies away, and that drives them insane. Because <laughs> they want you to negotiate against yourself. And they want you to be drunker than a skunk over five days well, just negotiating just, you know, anything, you, right? You didn't have to drink. Lots of yeah. sake. <laughs> and, and, and China is just the opposite. In China is, what do you want? And they give it to you, it, as long as you make the payment. Right. It's that payment, which it's now that, brings us to the ships off the in coast. Japan, they do not ask for a bribe. It is it is considered unethical. It, it is a true, you know, sign of. I'm, I'm sure some bribery goes on there, but you know, from what I saw, you know, it was real business. You know, in, in America, it's very unusual for people to extract bribes. Right, it does happen, but it's not the norm, and you're surely not considered, you know, a good person for doing it. Yeah, you- in, in China. Nobody could understand why you wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's that's no, the thing. That's the thing it, to it do. Is, it permeates the system. And, and, you know, once you understand that, you understand how that works. Um, at some point, you got to believe somebody's going to pay a bigger bribe than you are. Isn't that the risk? That is the risk. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You, you pay, I mean, they don't, you know, they don't stay bribed. Because somebody could come along with a bigger bribe. Yeah. I mean, you can't really have a society of 1.4 million, 4 billion people built on Guanji, which is, you know. Which is the yeah. bribe. Let me, which is the bribe. Let me ask you about what is going on with, uh, have you negotiated or ever uh, played a role in anything in Korea, South Korea? Uh, a little bit, but not the same way. 
you know, the, the, the Koreans were never really in, in what I did that, that I didn't have that experience. What about uh, Vietnam, the Vietnamese? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vietnam. <laughs> the Vietnamese are the interesting thing is they sort of experience communism and and so they actually like Americans a lot you know they found Americans were respectful to their women were were generally very very honest and you know then they got to try communism and you know they're they're still a communist country sort of but uh you know, Vietnam is a very interesting company country because it's, you know, its big cities are still flat. It it never had the gigantic boom. It's just having it right now. So I I think Vietnam is one of the you know countries of the future. So the uh, so they they just like never really experienced what China is experiencing. But don't they do uh, similar things as China? Well, they had twelve wars with China. China is you know absolutely the enemy of Vietnam. Um, so I, I don't see the same culture. It's just not the same way. Um, one thing you do need to learn is if, if you're in, in Vietnam and, and you want to get a job in Vietnam, they're going to ask you, are you a 12, an 18, or a 24? Okay. What's a 12 and an 18? That means <laughs> how many, because going out to them and drinking beer is such a big deal in business bonding. That if you can drink twelve or eighteen or twenty-four before you puke, you actually know your number. That's Vietnam. <laughs> well, okay, wait a every, minute. Time out. Every what? nation has its culture. It is drinking is very important to the Vietnamese. Wow. Very wow. And and it's not the elite kind of, you know, beautiful dinner with wine and all that. No, they're they they get together and they drink beer. They go out, you know, and and, and it's uh, it's really pretty fun. And the, there's not much in the way of management there. They, that's something they really need to learn. But it is the country of the future. I really believe that. It's got one of the youngest demographics of any country in the world. Huh. Well, you know, that's kind of interesting you say that. I know a lot of people are really, um, really excited about, you know, Vietnam. And, uh, right. In about doing business there, I I uh, I had the opportunity back in gosh, I think it was ninety three, to go to Vietnam as a part of a production crew, and I I turned it down for a number mm-hmm. of reasons, just couldn't afford it. But everything else, that, it was all paid for, but I couldn't afford to be gone time wise with what right. I was doing. So it just you know, because it was like a three month commitment to do that. Have you ever done those kind of commitments where you spend that much time no, over there? No, I'm I'm good for you know you you pay me, I go for weeks. <laughs> I, I'm in it for the money, Paul. Yeah, but you are also a Vietnam veteran. How does that feel to uh, go to Vietnam and uh, you know back to Vietnam as you were you you served time there? Yeah, I, I you know it, it's uh, you know the, what's the right what's the right way to put it? Um, it? It's it's a country where you're where where they like you. You know they're. The, the Vietnamese actually like Americans. I mean, they, they you can feel it. They understand that they can do business with you, that you're honest, that you're generally, you know, not out to, you know, to, to disrespect them. And I don't think Americans do disrespect them. And there's always the ugly American. But in general, I think Americans are, you know, very respected. And just think of the thought if you had China as your neighbor. 
We're having yeah. chi- trouble with China, you know, what, 8,000 miles away? Think of it as next door. Yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? Isn't it? Talk to, talk to India, talk to others. You know, talk, talk to the Muslim Uyghurs, you know. I mean, you, you, you don't only get sent to, you know, re-education camps. While you're there, they, they operate on you and take some organs. As, as and nobody feels morally upset about that. Yeah, there's a uh, and that's that's um, that's morally upsetting to me. <laughs> I you I know, would say that's extreme. Yeah, extremely morally. Yeah. Upsetting. So uh, I mean, it, America is a different place. We really are, you know, that bright shining house on the on the hill. Um, you know, we we get off the track and then we get back on the track. No, nobody's perfect under God, that's for sure. But Americans seem to get off the track and get back on the track. And we do this, we just don't take that off the track and have the destruction of our society. You know, we've had a rough road, but I mean, imagine if you were, you know, in the 1960s and, you know, the the, the, uh, 198th Brigade had been sent to Detroit because there were snipers shooting people, you know, and revolutionarily shooting people. The Red you know, Red Brigade was killing people all over Europe. Um, you know, communism was ascendant. Eh, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, we we had our we we had our, cha- our our you know romance with communism again. It's over. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I think that um, I think your millennial. The surprise is the millennial millennials, the youngers, are just pushing back so strong. And it's exciting, actually. I think it's very, very exciting to see what's what's happening um, with with the millennials and, and everything else. Any any specific questions you want me to ask uh, Peter Navarro? He's going to be our guest in the next hour. Uh, is he going to run for office? You know, he ran for office twice. Oh. I'd be interested if he wants to actually go and be a politician. I, so, I think you're going to have fun with him. And P- Peter's a great guy and extremely knowledgeable you know, he, he actually was, you know, the he was the token Democrat at the business school. <laughs> and, and, you know, it turns out his form of, you know, Democrat, old style Democrat, you know, t- turned out to be pretty much mainstream. His party walked away from him and he he found Trump and he found the mainstream. So and remember, I'm gonna... you know, 20 years ago, Republicans had clearly lost their way. Could you imagine what the polling would be for John McCain today? Oh, my God. As a candidate. I mean, he actually ran for president. You know, just, I mean, that's just shows you right. how far the Republican Party had lost its way and how much they really needed Trump. And don't be confused. Trump started the change. And it's it's the minority groups. I don't even like to use that word minority groups, but I guess you got to. Um, it's the Americans. It's people. Uh, uh, it's the diverse people of the United States that learn their way. And, and you're going to see black and Hispanic voters as powerful rising candidates and supporters of the Republican Party because they generally tend to be family people. I mean, if you're you're going to divide, you divided Virginia by are you pro family or are you pro Washington D.C. Yeah, and that was a bad call for 
for spending $120 million on a campaign. You couldn't buy it. No. Listen, uh, Chris, we're going to run for time. Uh, final thought, what's going on with New California right now? we got about uh, a minute and a half, 90 seconds. It, it is the future, Paul. I mean, what, what happened, what, what happened uh, on Tuesday tells you that the revolution isn't happening. It happened. We're now going to get the play out of this. I, I believe California, California was perfectly positioned with the China boom. That is over. And if you have, were part of the boom, you're going to be part of the crash. So old California is in for big, big trouble. And the only way they can get out of this is split the state and let us go become our productive selves. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. Okay, Chris, uh, I'm going to use your name in vain with uh, Peter Navarro. <laughs> Good guy. Yeah. And uh, say, uh, 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 Chris Treat tells me that you were the only token Democrat at business school. Is that true? <laughs> I'll ask him that one, all right? I do that. Okay, bud. Thanks. Okay, Chris Street with us here on Agenda 21 Radio. And uh, a great job that um, he has just done, of course, with all of the things with uh, uh, New California and um, all that stuff. So we're really pleased with uh, Chris uh, being with us, and uh, we're going to be coming up next. We're going to be uh, listening, or actually have on with us Peter Navarro, and uh, he's written the book uh, "Death by China" and the movie. And Chris was actually in the movie, and also uh, in the book as an advisor. And uh, so he's going to be with us, and he's also his new book out, which is called "Trump Time," and it talks about it. Uh, the the whole plague year and all the things that happened with that. So we're going to definitely be um, looking at all the things associated with Peter Navarro. So anyway, I want to say thank you very much for listening to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, 821R.com, and of course, NewCaliforniaState.com, NewCaliforniaState.com, State of the Future. And remember, stay strong, America. Stay strong. We are exceptional Americans. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system. For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code. Agenda. 
This is AENN, American Express. Stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet. You need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code AGENDA. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Protecting their phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, defense-enabling assisting framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! He's undoing the U.S. one community at a time. It's Paul Preston. American Exceptionalism News Network. I am a mom, and there's only one thing that I'm afraid of, and that's the people in elected office taking away my rights. I'm not afraid of the crook. 
that's going to come to my door because if my dogs don't get them, I will. And it's my job to defend myself. It's not your job to protect me. It's not your job to defend me. It's your job to protect the Constitution and protect my rights to defend myself. This this was in a, a book for Freemasons. Fictions are necessary to the people, and the truth becomes deadly to those who are not strong enough to contemplate it in all its brilliance. In fact, what can there be in common between the vile multitude and sublime wisdom? The truth must be kept secret, and the masses need a teaching proportional to their imperfect reason. Broadcasting live from a bunker high atop Mount Hood. All heading towards a, a fascist totalitarian state. It's radio that's delivering the truth. AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. The problem is they don't get to determine what is right and wrong in the process. It's all done by the central government. And here's Paul Preston and Agenda 21 Radio. Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism. One exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that exceptional American? I suspect you are. That's why you're listening to this radio show. We uh, have been having a great time here on Agenda 21 Radio this morning, talking to you about what, of course, happened in Virginia, New Jersey, uh, the stealing of the votes, it looks like, in Virginia, or excuse me, in New Jersey, and uh, maybe they just decided not to steal the votes electronically in Virginia this time and sort of throw us a crumb. Um, anyway, so we'll we'll talk a lot about that. Uh, just to let you know, uh, our affidavit process uh, that we've got going on right now uh, with the New California State Movement, we've got investigations by three district attorneys, and also the FBI is involved with two of the cases, and of course with Julio Dayspring, the county clerk recorder down in San Luis Obispo. Um, uh, he's yielded a lot of uh, things. We served him the affidavits on June 1st, 101 affidavits, criminal complaints against him by the citizens of San Luis Obispo. And guess what? He resigned on June 5th. Shocking. He resigned. But the criminal complaints stayed with him and followed him in the uh, sheriff, acting as a, a good sheriff would do, turned it over the investigation over to the district attorney. District attorney investigated. Now the FBI is involved, and now we're getting a lot of things that are connected to a whole bunch of other counties. It's amazing how election fraud works, isn't it? And uh, so now we have spun out. We've got uh, 33 of the 56 counties in New California State, 33 actively engaged in affidavits, and uh, we are doing a fantastic job in getting that word out. And I'm getting a lot of feedback from county clerk recorders and also elected officials that don't give me an affidavit or two or three or even a hundred. But we're more than happy to do that because we understand collectively that all these county officials are dirty. And it's been the election system that's kept them intact. They've been using the algorithms. We know about this. We've had that explained. We've been uh, calculating the algorithms with you. And, of course, uh, when they show up with the county clerk recorders, as we continue to put out more affidavits with those numbers on them, with the corrected numbers for their counties, uh, they suddenly resign. It's just part, or they get a little bit testy with us. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Right now, though, we have a very special guest with us, uh, Peter Navarro. 
who's authored many, many books, but he's also, more importantly, uh, been an advisor to Donald Trump and trade issues. We've um, been able to uh, have him on the show. We're very delighted to have him on the show. Uh, he and his good friend, uh, well, we call him our good friend, that's Chris Street, who's been advising the New California State Movement um, in, a, in spectacular ways. But uh, Peter Navarro is advising the president, Donald J. Trump. And, you know, it's really nice to have uh, Peter Navarro with his new book out. And his new book is, um, you know, uh, it's called Trump Time. And it's really a journal about what happened in the plague years, as we call it. And he's going to he's with us right now. And Peter, I I hope we got everything connected. Can you hear me all right? Uh, loud, loud, clear, Paul. And uh, Chris Street uh, was in in my movie back uh, in uh, 2011, Death by China. And he stole the show, of course, as as Chris always does. <laughs> yes. And um, you know, I was hearing hearing you talk about. Uh, the, the fight against totalitarianism, and one of the missions of the In Trump Time book is to take out the totalitarian chief here in Washington. It's not who you uh, who you might first think, Joe Biden. It's Tony Fauci, um, and one, really one of the missions is to is to put Fauci in jail. And in the In Trump Time book, um, I talk about um, my trials and travails with this totalitarian beast. Um, literally from from day one in 2020, it starts off, if I may, in the Situation Room. It's Chapter 2 of the In Trump Time book, and the president has sent me there to uh, argue on behalf of the, his decision to take down all the flights from China, right? This is the dawn of the pandemic. He's made a courageous decision. Me and him and, and Robert O'Brien, the National Security Advisor, really the only people in the White House who are taking this pandemic seriously. And so I go in there to do battle with the task force on January 28, 2020. Um, and, you know, there's familiar faces around there I know I'm going to have trouble with. You know, Mulvaney, the chief of staff, is sitting there smirking and ready to roll. I got one of Pompeo's hacks on my left shoulder. Uh, see if you can guess who I'm talking about here, the Orville Redenbacher doppelganger. That would be Robert Redfield, the CDC director, the bumbling bureaucrat like you've never seen. But there's this little guy sitting across from me uh, with these little round glasses, didn't know he was walked on water, didn't know he was a saint, didn't, didn't know he was the king of totalitarianism at that point. And I get into this violent argument with him within like a nanosecond, and he keeps saying over and over again, travel bans don't work. And, and if, finally I say to him, dude, and I actually said dude to him, uh, and I say, dude, it's like, you mean, if, you tell me if there's like 20,000 Chinese nationals coming into this country every day through LAX and Kennedy and O'Hare, uh, many of them from Wuhan lit up like a Christmas tree with virus, that, that, that that's okay? It really, is that what you're telling me, dude? And and he goes, travel bans don't work, travel bans don't work. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this guy thinks he's smarter than he is, which is always a problem. Uh, but I also knew right at that point that Tony Fauci was going to hurt both the president and this country. And here's the punchline. He, at that point, was committing the biggest lie of omission in world history. And let me, let me walk, walk you through it here. I'm sitting at the table. I know this virus came from Wuhan. I know there's going to be a pandemic. What did Fauci know? He knew it came from Wuhan. He knew the virus surfaced within yards of a Wuhan bioweapons lab. But most importantly, he knew, and we didn't, that he 
and his agency had funded these gain-of-function experiments, which can turn a harmless bat virus into a human killer. He knew he had done that, and he had been told through an email by a prominent scientist that that virus, upon examination, was almost certainly genetically engineered. Did he tell us that? No. Did he tell the president? No. The task force? No. And I'm telling you, Paul, this is the important point. If he had simply come clean at that point, we could have saved millions of lives because we would have adopted a completely different strategy based on that knowledge. And instead of telling us, he made that liable mission and then doubled down. As I talk about in the In Trump Time book, there's this cutout, useful idiot, dumbest guy who tried to play God I've ever seen, Peter Daszak, right? Daszak's the guy who funneled a lot of money from Fauci into the Wuhan lab, but he's also the guy who orchestrated the campaign to create the spin that somehow this virus was from from a bat cave a thousand miles from Wuhan. And that, I'm telling you, Fauci, and and, and that's just the beginning of the In Trump Time book. I mean, I, 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 I battle Fauci on hydroxychloroquine. I battle him on the vaccine. I battle him on all manner of things. And he's consistently wrong about everything. Yet, yet, the left-wing media and the Democrats made him a god so they could simply turn Trump into the devil. And therein lies the in-Trump time tale. Yeah, I was kind of curious about, you know, Fauci. And my background, I'm a biologist, and virology and genetics are two of my specialties, oddly enough. I also used to teach anatomy physiology. And... uh, so when I saw all the information that was coming out about it, I was enormously uh, suspect, especially when somebody starts to use the word pandemic. And to me, as a, somebody who understands virology, when you start talking about pandemic, you start looking at death rates you know, over time. And this was in, now, it, for everybody's edification, I had the, the uh, Wuhan virus in January of 2020, December, January is very debilitating. Didn't know wow. what to do. I was, I got hydroxychloroquine. I got I actually ended up getting these things that helped me through it. And I said, you know, then all of a sudden I'm hearing that uh, they're condemning hydroxychloroquine after we announced it on the radio show, saying get that stuff. That stuff is really good. No one was saying it at the time but us. And um, so now here, do you say that that you were a pre- this was something that was very very important at the time? We can say absolutely. But nobody's using hydroxychloroquine in the hospitals uh, as any kind of therapeutic, unfortunately, and or anything else that pops up to to keep people safe and sound. Uh, but it, my bo- my bottom line point is, is that at the time in uh, January, uh, we were looking at it as a complete fraud uh, from the research standpoint that we were doing. And by uh, February, we were denouncing it as a fraud and Fauci as a fraud and all the things that were coming out. We just can't believe these people. But the mainstream media has been so driven by this narrative that the Wuhan virus, Anthony Fauci is correct, you know, you're wrong, Trump's wrong, and again, um, that whole isolation business as a virologist, that's exactly what you do. You just don't let these people in your population. That's the way you tr- you control these things. And, of course, if you know anything about viruses, you know that especially in flu season, as the summertime or the springtime comes and the air and everything starts to warm up there's more sunlight viruses have a tendency to, to go dormant so 
delay, delay, delay in the middle of winter was a perfect call by Trump. Yet guys like Fauci and the mainstream media just kept driving it home with the whole public. What is the spin with the mainstream media, in your opinion, right now? And as they were had, what was your reaction as they were so overboard with uh, Fauci? Well, as the In Trump Time book describes, the central strategy of the Democrats and and people like Jeff Zucker at CNN, who, who's truly an evil blood on his hands guy, it was to blame Trump for the virus. And as soon as you did that, right, you could not blame communist China. Right. And what they did was they used Fauci as the guy who would publicly contradict the president, elevate him, even though he was wrong most of the time when stuff came out of his mouth, and, and, and thereby, uh, by, by, by making him a god, you made Trump the devil. And um, I remember sitting in my office uh, in February 9th, I talk about it in the Interim Time book, where I'm writing what would be a series of a dozen memos and right, I had this, this, this uh, one chapter in the book is like the five vector attack strategy. Like, okay, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to develop a vaccine. Of course, that's what you do. But the, the key strategy that, that uh, I, we knew we had to have was development of a wide range of therapeutics that could be easily and cheaply administered to people through their physicians at home at the earliest sign of disease. And the, the easiest and most effective pill to do that was, was something that would cost you 12 bucks, and that was hydroxychloroquine, a, a drug that was 60 years old, one of the safest drugs in the world, and it's safe, so safe that the CDC recommends it even for pregnant mothers. And as soon as Donald Trump said hydroxy might work, um, all hell broke loose. Right. The longest chapter in the book, Chapter 7, homage to Perry Mason, it's, it's the, the scurrilous case of hydroxyhysteria. And it details how the Fauciites and Zucker at CNN um, and the Democrats uh, made hydro, turned hydroxychloroquine into some, I'm sure there's people listening to your show who, who think somehow that, that that's a quack drug. And it's, you know, look, now we know unequivocally there's hundreds of thousands of data points if you take hydroxychloroquine in the, within the first seven days of your infection under a physician's sur- supervision, it almost certainly won't hurt you, and it will reduce your symptoms, reduce your days of hospitalization if you have to go in, reduce the probability you'll go on a ventilator, and effectively take death off the table. And I had 64 million tablets of these things at my disposal as the Defense Production Act Policy Coordinator, I had FEMA ready to set in on boats, planes, trains, anywhere I wanted. That was enough to treat 4 million Americans and save tens of thousands of lives. And the, the, the SOBs uh, at the FDA, including the person who is now the commissioner, Janet Woodcock, uh, basically crafted policies which, which made it uh, impossible, not virtually impossible, but impossible for physicians to administer hydroxy and off-label use. Or even, even, if, even if they wrote a prescription, you couldn't get it at, at a CVS or a Walgreens or the big chains because they were in cahoots with Pfizer and the Fauciites as well. Fauci belongs in an orange jumpsuit. That man 
need to get out of government and into it. A jail cell is too good for that guy. Well, I would not disagree with you. And again, uh, as we take a look at Fauci, uh, everybody asks the question, uh, Peter, why is he even there? And why can't we get rid of this guy from influencing policy? Uh, and why didn't Trump do something about him early on as things started to manifest themselves, or it, even later on? Well, as I came out of that, that showdown with Fauci, the first one uh, in, the, in the Situation Room on January 28th, um, I quickly uh, would advise the president, and I did it twice, uh, to fire Fauci. Right? I don't, I don't uh, hold president uh, responsible for not listening to me on that. I mean, after all, I'm the trade guy. What do I know? Because right. on the other side of me in the Oval Office, you had all the health care bureaucrats. You had, you had Azar, you had Collins at NIH, Redfield at the CDC, Hahn at the FDA, all Fauciites. The, the guy I blame most, though, is Mulvaney, the, the little twit who was acting chief of staff. He didn't have the stones to fire Fauci. His press team was telling him, that there would be oh blowback uh, for fi- you know firing this firing St. Fauci, but my attitude was like Churchill with Hitler. It's like strangle that Fauci baby in his crib. Like get rid of him, get him out of here. He's going to hurt us. No, I, and, and if you look at the history of this, and I recall this in the In Trump Time book, I was the only guy in the White House who took him on. I almost got fired at least once for it. Um, but everybody else, they, they, he, Fauci got so big, they became afraid of him. He went rogue. And, um, they, you know, that's one we'd like to take back. Yeah. And I guess the thing is, is that, um, like you said, uh, he became um, rogue, actually, and now he is rogue. There's no question about it, that he is uh, a rogue actor uh, all, all in the world. What about the World Health Organization um, and its role in this whole thing with Fauci? Well, let, let's think about this, right? I, I, you know, I'm just a guy with a PhD in economics. I did write a book in 2006 that said China would cause a viral pandemic. But me, with, with, with my credentials, like I knew there was going to be a pandemic as early as January 15, 2020, when the Chinese came to down for that to sign that skinny trade deal. I, I, I knew that. So it took the World Health Organization until March to declare a pandemic and you know as i document in trump time the problem is the guy tedros who's the head of the w the, right. the, the world health organization is is a, he's a, a colonial stooge of the chinese you know these african countries um all 54 of them uh, the chinese communist party has got they do their debt diplomacy they give all sorts of money to these countries you know half of it winds up in swiss bank accounts for people like tedros and and they're beholden. So so this whole myth that somehow the virus came from nature was propagated by the WHO. The worst thing the WHO did was support the lie the commies told that there was no human to human transmission early on, and that that made it very difficult um, for for us to move as quickly as we should. One of the things that I think the Interim Time book does, which is really important is to dispel the myth that we weren't ready uh, for what happened. And, um, in fact, we were, and, and uh, the book proves that we were running as fast as we could um, in, 
uh, as early as February. So, you know, it's just people need to know this. I, I describe the book as whiskey straight, no chaser. And um, I tell it like it is. And Fauci needs to go. The Communist Party needs to be held accountable uh, for for the damage it caused. And uh, you know, we, we need to re- really uh, get to the bottom of that as well as what happened on November 3rd. When we take a look at what's been going on since you know November 3rd, you can see obviously the ill effects of the Fauci situation. It's just, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions, though, about early on and early stages of the Wuhan situation. Because you said back in 2006 um, that that there was you had ind- indications that China would would do something like this, and of course uh, it was fairly widely known in a lot of circles that the Wuhan existed and they were doing some things um, that were very nefarious and potentially ne- very nefarious. But you'd also probably been reading about some of the uh, statements that were being said about uh, America, the United States, by some of their military leaders at the time talking about destroying the United States of America. What was your reaction to that when you started to read that uh, the military officials in uh, the Chinese Communist Party, the Army in particular, were having sights on destroying the United States? Well, I, I did write a trilogy on, on China, and the last one I wrote um, in 2015 was called Crouching Tiger, which was about the uh, the rise of a militaristic Chinese. So, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I've known for a very long time. Right, uh, they're they're out they're out to kill us. One of the other things, I guess, I better ask the big question about what's going on, so we get some time on this one, though. What's going on sure. with the the statement about people are quoting you about uh, your statement about Pence in uh, his uh, lack yes. of action on the sixth of uh, January? Chapter twenty one of uh, the In Trump Time book lays out uh, in Shakespearean terms uh, Trump as the Brutus that betrays. American Caesar, uh, but the interesting thing is is the other Shakespearean character that Pence's chief of staff, uh, the I- Iago, who uh, for his own peculiar ends uh, basically betrays his own principle in Pence as well as the president. And what happened with Mike, uh, and I used to call him Mike in private, um, was what Pence did was um, basically get captured by uh, his own chief of staff, who in turn was a, uh, a tool of the Koch network of, of the conservative Republicans who do not believe in, Amer- uh, in Trump trade policy. And they wanted to basically take Trump out and pave the way for a Pence run in 2024. And so Pence, uh, we had this Green Bay sweep plan we were going to do um, that Bannon, Steve Bannon um, envisioned. And, and here's the thing, the way the, the way Chapter 21 begins, it's a cold and raw and windy day in Washington, D.C., um, as dawn breaks. And the last thing that uh, Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, and I wanted was violence on Capitol Hill. Because the whole point of the Green Bay Sweep plan was to uh, have Mike as the quarterback and uh, Mike Pence as the quarterback, 100 congressmen serve um, and uh, basically um, send the votes back to the states, the battleground states, for another look at uh, um, all the election irregularities uh, I uncovered and that I describe in the In Trump Time book. Right, that we're now unraveling right now uh, throughout the nation, I think. 
and you're starting to see things like in Racine, Wisconsin, and other places that are uh, starting to take action. You have a sheriff that's very emboldened out there, and of course, very a lot of questions going on in New Jersey right now. People understand the algorithm. Thank you very much, Peter, and uh, good luck. We'll have you on uh, as soon as we can. Thank you. All right, my friend. Thank you. Okay, Peter Navarro here with us on Agenda 21 Radio, and we're very, very glad that he was able to be with us. Very informative, especially about the early phases, and also about the January 6th thing. So, anyway, stay with us. More to come here on Agenda 21 Radio. He's undoing the U.N., one community at a time. It's Paul Preston. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today death defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Broadcasting the truth about what's really going on. It's Agenda 21 with Paul Preston. And welcome back. Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com, and of course, newcaliforniastate.com. And we just had uh, Peter Navarro, author of the book In Trump Time, and uh, very, very informative about Peter Fauci in particular. That's uh, one of the ones I really wanted to get into. It's just absolutely amazing uh, to take a look back now in history, isn't it? Uh, the historical things. I think it's been a very good thing that actually uh, maybe the president didn't win i i i know win i mean he did win we know he won he's still my president every day i wake up i say to myself who's your president and i say well it's donald j trump and that's a fact and what's happening is that there's a real unraveling going on in my opinion um about what's happening in um in washington dc that I, I think we're starting to see that uh, more and more uh happen and I think that uh, you're starting to re- realize the results um, of some of the, the negatives that are out there. And, uh, 
Uh, so in Trump time by Peter Navarro, he really does lay down some uh, pretty good information uh, for us all, and I'm really uh, glad that he was with us. Now, one of the things I was trying to get to, and I just didn't quite have the time. We ran out of time, and um, I, I'm sure that Peter will be able to come back to us. He had a hard break. Uh, we were told he was going to be with us for the whole hour, actually. So we're going to honor, of course, what he has to say there. Um, and he's just rich in content. There's a lot to be explored. So we're going to bring you some of the content that I was alluding to because there's a new story out today. It has an article about uh, Peter Navarro and what was going on at the time in the White House on January 6th, and um, which is, I think, everybody who's been who's familiar with the story about what happened on January 6th, you, you totally understand um, what was happening and how things were happening and playing out. And the last thing that they were even considering was a violent situation. I mean, you take the president out, you put him out there on the mall, and he's going to have a speech. You think, do you think they want violence? I mean, think about that. This is just absolutely ludicrous. However, we were reporting on the 6th. Before that, that they were showing up in the streets. They're, they're, and, and, and so why would this event take place where they were showing up Days in advance, putting out bottles of propane, pallets of bricks, two by fours, eight foot two by fours. That's the 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 uh, item of choice. Anytime you want to basically uh, destroy something, and why would you do that? Now, why would you do that? And uh, of course, this is the the tooling, if you will, of Antifa and Black Lives Matters. These riotous groups, these thugs, these punks that were created by the the, the, the progressive, the communist party. That, and you go back and you look at history. Look at history. These groups have, were all part of the Nazis. They were all part of the, so, the, the Soviet-style communists and even the Maoists. They all did the same thing here as what we've witnessed with these folks. It was just communist extremism. And now, of course, we were reporting. We were reporting at the time about the behavior of people uh, at the at the uh, speech. Some of our people had their, their Facebook, live Facebook, and they were showing all kinds of stuff with the live Facebook. And uh, agent provocateurs were telling people to go over here. Go, it's your place. It's your house. It being the capital. And uh, we had this one guy, we've already seen him many times, a guy who's out of Arizona, uh, being uh, you know basically an agent provocateur, Loudly on on YouTube, on Facebook, he's been all over the place, yet he has not been arrested. And he's telling people to go in at your home. You know, encouraging people to push down the fencing and the gating and everything else that was out there in front. Uh, and you can see the coordination also with the Capitol Police and, uh, you know, certainly with the Washington, D.C. police. There was a coordinated event that took place between these policing agencies and the FBI and the agent provocateurs to encourage people to take over the Capitol and to you know be extremists in that regard, have it been painted that way. Many of these people just walked right in. They did not shut down the electronic, the magnetic doors. They didn't do that. Why? Oh, because they just wanted them to come in. And they let, it's your house, come in. And, of course, that's part of the problem, isn't it? That is part of the problem, and uh, so in the uh, in the in the Daily Mail, uh, there's this article uh, about uh, it's, it's exclusive. Trump aide Peter Navarro says Pence was the Brutus 
who caused the final betrayal by certifying Biden's win and the president and Bannon were the last ones who wanted January 6th violence because it undermined his bid to overturn the election. And again, these people know that. That's why they were trying to pin it on everybody. They said that it's an insurrection going on here. It's an insurrection going on here. There's no insurrection. The insurrection was created right in front of you by who? By, yeah, Black Lives Matter. The, the, the real insurrectionists were there, and they were promoting it, and they were using their agent provocateurs to lure people over to the Capitol. And, uh, of course, they were turning a peaceful protest into a violent one because it was the violent extremists, the Black Lives Matters, all dressed in black and coordinating their activities, looking like Trump supporters in some cases uh, to create the the so-called, quote, insurrection. Yet none of them have been tried. No, and people that were a long ways away because of the fact they were on the Capitol grounds, they've been arrested and thrown in jail. Yeah, the FBI shows up, says this is what's going down, let's take it down, let's do all the things we need to do to take it down. Anyway, that's the kind of stuff that's been going on. And uh, that's just wrong. So Peter Navarro has been stepping out and has made this statement, just came out in the uh, Daily Mail uh, as an article. And I wanted to just, didn't, so I was throwing it off a little bit, uh, just a tiny bit, because uh, we know that... Um, he was supposed to. Be, we thought he was going to be with us a whole hour. Says uh, it says final betrayal by certifying Biden's win, and uh, he's the brutus. He's the brutus etai brutai. Says Navarro served as the director of trade and manufacturing policy in Trump White House. He helped craft tra- tariffs and advised Trump and his anti-China on his anti-China stance. His new memoir details fierce debate over Trump's election overturn effort. He says he and Steve Bannon concocted Green Bay sweep plan. The idea was to force a delay by having lawmakers object to votes in six states. Now, that was known to be going on at the time. That was the strategy. VP would then send back votes to the states, causing further delay. It says, move came after states certified Joe Biden's electoral college win. Navarro charges Pence with betrayal of Trump for refusing to go along. Trump knew knew how it was going to work. His new book is called Trump Time, a Journal of America's Plague Year. And there's nothing wrong with that strategy. It's perfectly legal, perfectly constitutional uh, to say, look, let's have a gut check. We've got concerns. There were concerns developing all over the place. We in New California were filing a lawsuit, at, attempting to. They were keeping us out of court. We went on December 28th to file a lawsuit that could have stopped it from California, the California ballots, because of fraud in California. We were standing up. We were standing strong in New California to stop it. We were out in front. We were trying to get that lawsuit filed. We were asking the courts to hear us on an emergency status, and they refused. In fact, they they played along with the game, and they, they lost track of things. The court admitted their failure in getting our case expedited for a hearing before the January 6th event. We were going to stop the 55 votes from being counted for California in the Electoral College, and we could have done it. But the court did not act properly. And in their own admission, it admitted that. 
So we had to go to hearing. It took place just a month ago, half ago. Yeah, that's okay. We got what we wanted from that hearing, and we're going to get more. Absolutely. It's not over. Absolutely not over for us in our case. In fact, it's getting stronger every day because we now have affidavits. Now, again, the way this whole thing has evolved has come out beautifully because now today we're getting all these different stories about you know what's going on, what is truly going on. And I know I'm scrolling through this, and there's there's Peter Navarro at speeches that he makes. He says, uh, Marcus Junius Brutus helped lead the assassination of Caesar in the Roman Senate. And his name is associated with betrayal. That's the historical content. And there's there's Mike Pence, and then there's Brutus. Same things going on there. There's same things going on there. And, of course, there happens to be um, our girl. <laughs> our girl. Yeah. The Kraken, Sidney Powell. And then Steve Bannon. And there's Trump at the convention. Excuse me, at the speech. And... A news to see on nature gallows as the board of the U.S. President Trump gathered on the west side of the park. Talking to you like that. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system. Welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio, and um, wonderful to uh, have you here with us today. We have had, uh, of course, a very, very good day, and that uh, Peter Navarro was just with us, and Chris Street before that, and they are friends, you know. So that's uh, Chris Street, our Chris Street, 
and it's also a very, very important to uh, be able to share um, Chris and also Peter Navarro and others with you because, uh, you know, this is this is your station. <laughs> we want to be able to do that, and I think that was very enlightening what Peter Navarro had to say. Uh, we're also going to get back to the Gateway Pundit, you know, the fundamentals that we have gotten uh, going with the Gateway Pundit, wherever the Gateway Pundit went now on us. Uh, we're shocked. We can't find there. There we go. Um, we're going to be going with the Gateway Pundit here in a second because I want to return to a couple of stories that are pretty hot stories for us. And um, these hot stories are really, in my opinion, really moving and shaking um, about what is going on out here in California. And also in the nation, uh, there's, no, there's absolutely uh, no doubt that in the nation itself at hand, we have some uh, pretty important things that are happening with the, with the voting irregularities. We touched upon this with uh, Peter Navarro. He's very keenly aware of what is um, going on. Uh, and, of course, uh, we are going to share some of the things that are happening here with you. Um, Gateway Pundit, exclusive analyst of, of data. This is uh, one of the stories out there. Let me see if I got this on the right tablet for you to see. Um, analysis of election night data from all states shows millions of votes either switched from President Trump to Biden or were lost. And this is one of the stories that came out November 10th, 2020. That's how long ago these things have been festering. Yeah, th- this is this is November 10th, 2020 article right here. That's what it is, and uh, you know this is this is pretty amazing stuff uh, to to see this, but it's absolutely true. And of course, with the Gateway Pundit uh, and other places reporting these things, we're going to check in right now. Pure evil, disturbing Pfizer ad tells kids they get superpowers from COVID jab. All this brought to you by Fauci. Um, this is what we have now. New businesses have until January 4th to implement Biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandates or face hefty fines. Totally unconstitutional, and no one's going to listen to it. Um, Ford Motor Company mandates COVID vaccines for its salaried employees only, not yet applicable to union employees. There you go. Breaking FBI arrest Igor Dankanovich, analyst who contributed to Garbage Steel dossier. There you go. Union Pacific backs off Biden's vaccine mandates after only 44% of union workers get vaxxed. San Francisco to force children as young as five years old to carry vaccine passports and show proof of vaccination. Do you think this is going to go very long with all this stuff? But this is the one that we want to look at right here. A Racine County Sheriff refers criminal charges against five top Wisconsin elections commissioners in nursing home voting scandal. This is what we are covering before, right? Um, this is what we were covering before. And, of course, this was the racing. This is a, a week ago, a year ago, uh, a year ago, a week ago, a year ago. What am I thinking? My mind is racing. Um, this was a week ago today that this happened. This was, of course, uh, this was the live that saw on uh, RSB. And it says Racine County Sheriff's Office announced during their press conference one week ago on Thursday that they were submitting their investigation to the Racine District Attorney's Office following a hearing. And um, this is kind of interesting. is The Wisconsin Election Commission violated state law in a statewide nursing home voting scam. And the WEC did not follow the law. And they were very explicit about that, as you may recall, in their, in their statements. Now we got... 
this one update to the voter integrity investigation from the from the uh, sheriff's office says that Sheriff Schmalling stated based upon multiple questions from various news organizations concerning the status of the voter integrity investigation that was explained at a news conference on October 28, 2021. The sheriff's office is again calling on Attorney General Josh Cowell to conduct a statewide investigation into the illegal directives issued by the Wisconsin Election Commission in the in the directives the uh, Wisconsin Election Commission, oh, we're going to have to click and see more now, uh, commission, we have to go to another page. You're not seeing I'll just read it because it's it's got to be part of it, right? And it's not coming up. It says, uh, so they go on, it says, based on, um, it says, as required by, let's see here, so issued by the Wisconsin Election Commission, the directives of the Wisconsin Election Commission ordered the voting clerks in every municipality in the state to not use the special voting deputy process as required by Wisconsin statute uh, 6.875. And based upon the failure of the Attorney General Josh Cowell uh, to initiate a statewide investigation, I have forwarded charging recommendations to the Racine County District Attorney's Office for their review. The recommended charges are the commissions of, of Marguerite Bostelman, Julie Glancy, and Jacobs, Dean Knudsen, and Mark Thompson. S-E-N, Tom, this, the uh, Thompson. There's a difference between S-O-N and S-D-N in those words, by the way. Anyway, so this is uh, part of the scam, obviously, that they're using and they're looking at. And um, that's I just explained more of that uh, particular document there. So this is big news. This is big stuff happening here. And uh, we're not going to let up on following this because it has a direct impact on what we're doing in New California State. Racine County Sheriff Chris Smalley announced in the news release that Wednesday he had referred these recommendations. Now, listen, think about this. Uh, to the district attorney. Why? Because he doesn't think he's going to get anything out of the attorney general. Now, that'd be like, um, that would be like the, the, the sheriff in Kern County looking at the criminal complaints and saying, okay, yeah, maybe so. No, I don't know, but let's refer it to the Secretary of State. And so the sheriff's going, wait a minute, we want to file these complaints not with the Secretary of State. We want it to the district attorney because we're not going to get any action from the Secretary of State, just like in California. Shirley Weber is not going to take action against anybody because she's part of the problem. She's part of the corruption. So it's going to come down to some district attorney who feels that he can actually prosecute people in his own jurisdiction for crimes committed that would ultimately be statewide crimes because, you know, the counties are part of the state, right? So you have that little double dumb but this shows you, this is the key salient point. This shows you the power of, the power of the sheriff under his authorities, what a sheriff can do. That's what this shows you. The sheriff can make the, do the investigation. The sheriff can make the charge. The sheriff, is, if he's got a cooperative, if he's got a cooperative district attorney, guess what? You're going to get charges against these election officials. They're going to face criminal charges. That's what a county does. Do you think that George Soros wants to destroy the sovereignty of a sovereign sheriff that's elected? Maybe that's why California now has, of the 58 counties, only 35 sovereign elected 
I would I use the word elected sheriff left. What do you think is going on there? We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code AGENDA. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. My best friend, my rock, my son, Dominic, my only child, was also killed by an illegal immigrant. I call them illegal aliens. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle. It's all present at the Agenda 21 Show. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com, and, of course, newcaliforniastate.com, State of the Future. And we're really happy. Uh, great show today. We're going to have um, Patty Plum tomorrow. They have a big event tonight, so she's going to be able to report on this big event that's going on in Shasta County. All the counties of New California are rising up with a lot of involvement right now, and we're going to be um, taking on some things that we've never taken on before. But one of the things we're doing right now is we're building an education system. And uh, we think that this is very important because we do have what's called a crisis in our schools, don't we? Yeah. The crisis in our schools that uh, we're going to be reporting on, we're going to be letting you know about it. We've got a whole big plan. We're going to roll out that plan for you so that you can uh, sort of play a part in making a better California, but also a better nation because we think that the policies that have brought us to this point right now in our great nation um, have filtered out to the rest of the world, the rest of the states in our nation, and uh, especially you blue states. New California is not a blue state. 
California is not a blue state. The corrupt election system and the corrupt politicians have made it a blue state in name only. Not in reality. The personality of California, New California, conservative states. So what's going to happen when New California is formed? You're going to get California back as a conservative state. You'll have two conservative states. Not one more. You'll have two more. Once you think about that. We're going to clean up this election system, and we're going to make it right. And those of you that like to take home the thumb drives, you're part of the cleanup, just to let you know. Anyway, I want to say thank you to everybody. Remember, you got to go to the satellite phone store. Get your satellite phone, new technology. Um, this is the wave of the future is to have a satellite phone. So go to satellite phone store. Also, My Patriot, we got a whole new advertising thing coming out for My Patriot Supply. Um, or a little reminder, Saturday programming uh, on uh, my365.com, uh, you can listen to us live. We'll plug that more, we'll put the the app on so you can listen to the Saturday programming. Soon to be Sunday programming also, we're going to be doing Sunday programming. And also affiliate radio stations up and down California are picking up new California news and information through Agenda 21 Radio. So if you have local affiliates and you want to hear us, call them and say, we want to get on with new California and all the discussion. Call those radio stations. Say, put on Agenda 21 Radio with Paul Preston. Um, They did in Billings, Montana. (laughs) They like what they're hearing because you know what? This movement... The new, new state movement is just beginning. Liberty is coming your way, too. Thanks for listening to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to be strong, America. Stay strong. We are exceptional America. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston. With Agenda 21. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda this is AENN American Exceptionalism News Network